Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Shout out to everybody in here. What's going on? Tube, what's up? Ernest, what's going on? The home team is here. Mike Dolo was in here with his hand raised before we even opened. Shout out to everybody that was uh, in MSG last night. Mike, I know you was in there. I saw your stories. Yeah, shout out to everybody that came in. It was a busy, busy week across the board. We had a variety of different things that was happening. Think about that. Honored by the African-American men of Westchester. Yes. Thank you for that. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, we also had a party at 4040 sponsored by Duce. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. And of course, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Um, I mean, since the last time we saw Mark, think about this. A, a week ago, we were in Dubai like with this time. We came home, shout out to Matt Papa since the last time we did Market Monday. Oh yeah, shout out to Matt Papa. We shot my Matt, Matt Papa. That's legendary. We, we shot another show that you might have heard of, uh, an episode of, uh, with a person you might have heard of. Um, can't wait to put that out on these streets. Can I say it? <laughs> no, no. They said it's no, one of the ones. Someone you might have heard of. Uh, yeah, man. And then, yeah, obviously we had Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody 
uh, was around their family and loved ones and spent some time with, with the people that they love. And then, yeah, the, the dinner was great. Being honored in your hometown is, is special. Um, so and y'all looked amazing too. I was dope, man. Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. 4040 was incredible. Shout out to the fam at Duce. Uh, and then, yeah, man, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We told you. <laughs> Live appearance yeah. from East Orange Inn. Edgewater <laughs> Inn. Shout out, where my Jersey folks at? Jersey. jersey. Put Big Jersey in chat. <laughs> Big Jersey. <laughs> Big Jersey. <laughs> I'm in the mood today. Heavy Let's on go. the Jersey. Hey. Oh, Shout out to the Bronx and Brownsville, though. Yeah, y'all hold me down every time Shout I be up there. The I used to be in the Bronx at two o'clock in the morning, twenty one. Like they're like, bro, you need to go home. I know you trying to save the people, but we uh, trying to save your life tonight. Go home. That's vamp life right there, for yes, real. The mother two texts gonna come out. Two texts. <laughs> two texts. Vanguard ain't gonna be able to save you. Get up out of here. <laughs> two texts, no index. Different type for real. Different type of text. Two texts, <laughs> yeah. no index. Um. So. Nah, man, I just want to thank everybody for coming out last night. I want to thank everybody that was a part of the show. Um, from Floyd, Jada Kids, Don Peebles, Peter yes. Tuckman, DJ Sus One, Mouse Jones, uh, man, Fat Man Scoop, uh, everybody, man, Chris Gotti, everybody that was there in attendance. It was a dope night, special. Shout out to the Circle of CEOs. They was in their building. Um, you know, a lot of love in the building. Um, yeah, I might even get to see them. For real. Yeah, I didn't see Neo yeah. until later, but Neo was there, Alex and him 500. On his crutches. Yeah, Neo was, <laughs> they was in a wheel. He was, Neo was Neo, in a wheelchair. For real? Well, what happened? <laughs> yeah, 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 he definitely was in I think car. he blew his ACL or something like that. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, again. Check on the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Alex, Neo. Damn. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to give you a recap later on in the show. Um, Obviously, you know, it was a lot going on, putting that together. Oh, shout out to Ashley also. Shout out to Ash. Ash, you are incredible. Yeah, I know that was incredible. a lot of work. Her and the whole team. A lot of work putting that you know, together. They said at the end, um, I was talking to one of the managers of MSG, and he was like, Ash, like, you only got, this is your team? And he, she was like, yeah. He was like, the things that you do, we usually see four to five people do at the same, out of one company. So this is just amazing. So yeah. that's a testament to her, her or level of organization. And just getting it done. Oh, yeah. She, she keeps that done. clipboard. Yeah, Ashley yeah, Tucker, man, that she keep you know organized. Thank you for yeah. allowing us not to catch on fire. She was like, Ian. <laughs> Ian, I'm like, okay, I know it's serious. She's like, no, we got real pyro. Oh yeah, she's, like, her voice changed when you was about to walk out. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Yeah, no! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. But um, nah, it was dope. Like I said, we're gonna talk about that later on. But um, just wanted to you know acknowledge that. And uh, yeah, man, the show must go on. That's one thing about it. The show must go on. And uh, no matter what happens, you can depend on Market Monday. It's a brand that you can believe in. All new information today. Yeah, we're back. Uh, yes. We're back with new information. To make we're you more money. With new topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the show, a lot of people was like, are y'all going to do a show today? Because you did a show yesterday, and it was Sunday. Today's Monday. But one's a can live show. you tell show. them that's the key not to, like, I hate to keep stressing this. How many shows have y'all missed? Uh, nah, we ain't the show yet. That's how like you said in Spanish, cero. Yeah, it hurt. I, I missed one Market Mondays. I was in the hospital watching yeah, it. Me, me and Ian did that one yeah. together. It was, yeah. uh, it was you was last year. And, and Hill Harper. I watched it from my hospital before, bed. Before. I think you missed two, Mark. You missed two. Oh, the second one I was sitting here. I was producing that one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, first yeah. one, I, I, it broke my heart, man. I, I felt like. I know. 
going to get out this bed. <laughs> Lesson of the night number one. Show up every day or every week and produce a result at a high level if you want to be free. Please write that down and put it in chat. That's a fact. That is a fact, I, I, I've never, I'm be real. I've never seen Rashad this time. I asked Troy, my dad even asked, like, is Troy okay? I'm like, <laughs> long flight, quick turnaround time. Hey, yeah, man, man. But, but but you got to show up and perform. We here. You have to show up and perform. We got something special for you guys as well. Um, So, yeah, we can just get right into it. Uh, tomorrow, we got a dope episode of EYL, 19 Keys, the Royal Albert Hall edition. Hey. So our conversation with 19 Keys at, in London at Royal Albert Hall, we're going to put that out as an episode tomorrow. Shout out to Keys. Um, High-level conversation. That was extremely valuable, gym-packed information. Everything from social media to Web 3.0 to AI to... Uh, you know, it was a variety of different topics that was covered. No pad worthy. So um, that's tomorrow. <clears throat> really quick, that's can I tomorrow. Say a topic huh? about the episode. Can you please tell them how it's important to take down if they want to be a podcaster, how you guys framed the questions and how he delivered on stage and execution of the information. Like Ty was sitting next to me. He said, Keys talking that ish tonight. <laughs> it was almost like it felt like loaded lux back in the day. <laughs> watch the episode for the information, but watch it for the performance and how he delivered it. Shout out to Keys, Steve, whole team. Like I just had yeah. to say that. Like it's a lot you guys got to take down to that one. Keys is a um, he's a special person, man. When he speaks, nobody, everything is silent. So it was, you could hear a pin drop in that in that place when he was talking. It was very quiet. Everybody was just listening. So you know, you had to pay attention. Yeah. When 19 Keys is talking. It's, it's, he's, he's fun to work with, man. I'll be honest with you. Like, you, you tell him, like, yo, uh, we kind of want to go this direction, what you want to do. I can go any direction you want, man. And he's going to deliver <laughs> every single time, man. So he is absolutely, like I said, man, he's the orator of this generation. I don't, I don't say that lightly. Like, he really yeah. is that type of dude. He's a really special dude. And we're witnessing his greatness right now. It's still, it's still early in the early stages, even though he's yeah. been doing it for a while. He's still in the early stages of his greatness. And and um, I'm just happy that we are part of this journey with him, man. So shout out to the brother. And I, I have to say it publicly, even when he knew he was this great three years ago, he was in the background supporting everybody like crazy. And every time I said, I'm like, bro, go out. Even when he was in Philly, I'm like, bro, go on stage, kill everybody, including me. Quit holding back. And he's still super supportive. Like, his, he's a super integral and like high character based person. So, yeah, I have a lot of reverence for Keys. And, but yeah, tune into the episode tomorrow. He put on a show. Like, yeah. th this is a good one. So, um, and then we have Assets Over Liabilities. Shout out to Revolt. Antonio Brown, AB. Hey. Episode is out tonight. <laughs> and then it comes on YouTube and the app on Wednesday. So, shout out to AB and shout out hey. to our Revolt family. So before we start, um, I wanted to, to, so this is Cyber Monday. So this is something that we've actually been working on for over a year. And um, we were going to do it last year, but we just didn't have enough time. There was so much stuff going on. Then yes. we were going to do it a couple of months ago. We didn't have time. There was so much stuff going on. But, but before I start, everybody, all of the benefits, just give it a week or two from if you attended yeah, the two show. Weeks. Yeah, Jersey would be weeks. rolled out first, but two <laughs> weeks for everyone else. Give it two weeks and then all of the all of the perks so so we can get that out the way early. Um so if you if you watch Market Monday since the beginning, we've done 
you know, different things with Ian as far as promotions for Stock Club. But we've never actually, you know, worked on anything together. And being that we have a show every single week and we travel and we do events, it was like, how can we do an offering, an yeah, offering together, together with Earn Your Leisure and Ian, Red Panda, EYL. Um, so the idea of something on a monthly basis was something that we we talked about over a year ago. And um, we finally had the opportunity to put it together. We talked about it when we was in London. And, um, you know, we just racked our brains the last couple of weeks and we put it together. So what we're doing is creating a, a monthly investment uh, deal where every month you're going to you're gonna get one winning trade idea per month delivered by uh, Ian in the group chat. Uh, it's one swing trade every month um, that's delivered. You get a tip of the day from Ian via voice note delivered in the group chat. Cause that was the idea too, the group chat. Cause everybody always talks about our group yeah. chat all the time. So it was like, how can we give some level of like consistent information on an ongoing basis? Uh, morning insight on what to expect from the market delivered three days a week. Um, one option trade per month that uh, me and Troy uh, are going to deliver. Um, when to stop shorting the market or place puts uh, signal for when to hit the top of the market, the stocks and trades to stay away from Which are a watch, a watch list of five stocks per month. Um, two tech, two index will not be recommended. These are all new stocks. Uh, the prices of where to exit your trade called out by Ian and one investing, investing, Zoom call with myself, Ian, and Troy once a quarter. So uh, it's really like a community type of thing, and it's going to be monthly. Um, you know, all with results. Day. I'm gonna yeah, be real. a lot so. of people talking about investing. Put yes in chat if I made y'all money. I, I, I'm coming to slay tonight. Load management. But, Let me put up 82. Go ahead. But since this is a monthly, this is a community group thing. It's not. We don't really necessarily want thousands of people because it's kind of it's more of a community based thing. So it's, it's easier to manage. So it's going to be 200 people um, that can get into this. So you can go to, or at least 200, we'll, we'll beta test it and see how that goes. Yeah. And then maybe open it up to more. But at first, the first round, it'll be 200. So ianinvest.com is the website. And I've also um, put it in the description of this video, ianinvest.com. Um, and yeah, that's the deal. EYL. Red Panda collaboration, first time that we've ever done something together. So um looking forward to it, man. Like I said, we do this all every day any anyway in our group chat and just communicating with ourselves. So the idea was to open up the group chat and have like, you know, that daily, weekly communication on an ongoing basis with a bigger, a bigger group. Hmm. Okay. So that's that's I the deal it. with that. Um I'll pay the really link quick. and like I said. Yeah, and for everyone asking, no, it doesn't conflict with Stock Club. If you're in Stock Club, you don't get this free. Uh, I know everyone's asking about the Cyber Monday deal for uh, Stock Club. I'll drop that sometime later this week. I got meetings. I had meetings today. So we'll get that done. But the, yeah, these are two separate. But it was long overdue that we did this. Um, okay. Yeah, long overdue. So Time I got y'all this week. Yep. Yeah, Let's man. Uh, 
so we, we said assets for liabilities tonight. We got Earn Your Leisure's episode tomorrow. Um, but Friday, we'll be uh, heading down to Miami. Shout out to the family at Ally. We want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, uh, innovative financial solutions, and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with Ally so that you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you for everything we need. We're all better off with Ally. We are headed to... Art Basel this weekend. Make sure you yes. pull up on us. Uh, we will have an activation at Freehold in Westwood. Uh, yeah. Wynwood, not Westwood. I'm thinking LA. Wynwood. Um, mm -hmm. So that's going to be dope on Saturday, December 3rd. Uh, make sure you pull up. the art. You got an RCP, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about that later because I just right, want to start it. the show. Yeah. So. Let, me, let me just do the, the disclaimer really quickly. Um, our content is intended to be used. Uh, it must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and which you rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. That is our disclaimer. Make sure you do your own research when it's great research. Pull up to MSG and share the research with the people. Facts. Love, now you was in <laughs> flip mode, Buster Rhymes, Twister mode. Hey, oh, yeah. shout out to New York. I love y'all. <laughs> Brooklyn, Bronx, I love y'all for real. Facts. Manhattan, Facts. I be y'all. I don't, I don't know. Any, any any uh announcements? Yeah, first and for, uh, form, uh, foremost, I want to see um, rest in peace to Hovain. Um, that was heartbreaking. Um, so to the family, I love you. Um, I'm sorry for your loss, and of course, if there's anything I can do for the family, please let me know. Um, once again, thank you to Fat Man Scoop and Ken for coordinating getting Floyd. I'm Mark Mutters, as soon as I told. Scoop, I wanted to get Floyd. He worked on us tirelessly, actually, since the Philly event. Um, so kudos to him and Kim for putting that together. Um, thank you to all my family, friends, Dream Team, Red Panda Rebellion, who showed up to the show last night and went to the Red Panda private party. Um, thank you for Angie for putting that together. I truly appreciate you for taking the time to do that. Um, Stock Club version three will be coming out in January. I will tell you guys more about that in next week. And um, Dream Team Trading Room will be coming soon. So go to joinredpanda.com, put your name and email in, and you'll get the update for that. And I'll probably drop in like a week as well. And if I made you money, please put yes in chat. Shout out to Shadi and Troy for the chinchillies. And, and, and shout out to <laughs> my, my guy in Chicago for putting my creation together for, for this jacket. So let's go. I'm in the mood tonight. I'm just letting everybody know. I'm in a big mood. So let's, yeah. let's get into this. So... <clears throat> A record-breaking year for life insurance payouts. Um, $100 billion was paid out in 2021 from life insurance companies to beneficiaries. Earners, what's going on? Look, everyone likes shopping online, but searching for coupon codes is kind of a bummer. So make saving online a breeze with Capital One Shopping. Capital One Shopping is a free tool that instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Just download Capital One Shopping to your computer and let it do the work for you. So easy. And you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. Capital One Shopping, it's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. So um, that is actually an 11% jump from 2020, which represented the largest year-over-year -year increase, 15% since 1918 influenza pandemic. So that's crazy. So, um, <clears throat> all right. Life insurance. 
Yeah. Whenever I have a, a financial planning call for EYL University, I always get the most questions about life insurance. It's an ongoing thing, like every single time. So it's never a bad time to talk about life insurance because I realize that so many people still have so much questions about life insurance. But I want to talk about it, but I want I want to get you guys' opinions on it before I, before I start talking about it. So, yeah. all right, $100 billion was paid out last year from life insurance companies to beneficiaries. So what's your initial thoughts on that? I'm a little conflicted, to be honest with you, right? To be for a couple of reasons. The first reason is that if it's paid out, that means people actually had it. And I'm telling you, when we sat down 15, 20 years ago, and we were talking about life insurance, it was not even a topic in our community. Like nobody was even interested in hearing right. about it. Yeah. Now out of that 100 billion, I'd be interested to see how much it was paid out for communities that look like us. That is a statistic I would like to see, but <laughs> I don't know, it, it, is it encouraging? I'm torn. I'm honestly just torn about it. What, what, why are you torn? Well, because if it, we know that, that that's a form of, of uh, a way to generational wealth, right? Like for our communities, that hasn't been a way, but we know that it is now. And, and obviously what you're doing and everybody is doing in the financial literacy movement, talking about it and showing how it can be a builder block for generations that are here outside of us. A hundred billion is obviously a huge amount. I'm just saying how much of us are represented in those numbers? Right, so like, yeah, it's great that people are aware that life insurance can be a building block. Are we aware? Are, are we represented inside that hundred million billion? Well, we that's should be. That's a great question. Uh, should be. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking. I don't. I'm conflicted on it. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Um, to to be honest, um, I haven't done enough research on this topic, so I think it would be a disservice to the audience, myself, and this amazing show to give commentary that is not based on fact or research. Um, I know some people think I just rant because, you know, <laughs> I, I like attention. This this is backed by God <laughs> and the work that I put in. So I don't, um, but Troy, your point is really interesting. I wonder how much of those payouts were dispersed to us, especially from the conversation that we had with Don. Mm -hmm. uh, people's last night, I would estimate probably less than 15%, but I do want to give a homework assignment um, for the money that has been dispersed over the last five years to the audience, how much of that goes to black and brown families. Um, and it's not because we're not applying, because I know a lot of people say, well, if people apply to get it, I have personally went through situations where family members have poured into a policy for 20 and 30 years and did not get their projected earnings upon, uh, supposed to getting that, that death benefit. But I think it would be a disservice for me to speak yeah. on this one. You said that 15%, you think? He just, I mean, that's, that, that, I'm just saying, like, that's, so, I mean, well, all right. So, the thing about it, that's is, a high ceiling. That, that's a high ceiling. So, and, so there's, two, there's two different colors. Just really quick, because, like, even, even when we do have it, I feel like, especially like if people have insurance through their life insurance through their job, the amount is like so low, right? Like, even when I, I told people when I was 25, like, I have a million dollar policy, it was like, how did you do that? Like, why would you do so much? And I'm like, well, it's for the years that when I'm gone. So the mindset wasn't even there, but I mean, this this guy's the expert at it. I, I Come on, Shadi. Come on, let, let go crazy. I feel it. Well, I feel like yeah, there's two different conversations having happening. Um, if we're taking advantage of it or not, that's a conversation that we we don't know. We'll have to see the numbers. I would suspect that there has been an uptick, 
but I would think that we're still underinsured as a community. I would I would think that mm-hmm. we're still underinsured. Now that's one conversation. Mm-hmm. The other conversation is okay, a hundred billion dollars is being paid out. We understand that life insurance is one of the fastest and easiest ways to grow generational wealth mm-hmm. because you're pretty much paying for, for money, pennies on a dollar, right? Like if you have a life insurance policy, it's a million dollar policy. Let's say you've paid $100,000 of premiums before you died, then you've mm-hmm. purchased $1 million for 100000 mm-hmm. That's a good deal in, in anybody's book, right? Um, so, But it's important to understand the life insurance that you're actually getting and how the process works. So like even when Ian was saying that, you know, a lot of people, they might have paid into a policy for 20 years or 30 years, and then they don't they don't actually get or the policy, you know, expires or explodes or different things like that because not all life insurance is created equal. That's yes. something that's extremely important to understand as well. So when you're buying your life insurance policy, it's important to be educated on, on what you're purchasing. It's just like anything else. Like if you're purchasing a home or if you're purchasing a car, Every car is not the same. Every home is not the same, right? You have to be educated on what you're actually purchasing so you can have the most efficient outcome when it comes to that. So briefly, because I've talked about this a few times, but term insurance, very important to understand. Um, That is the lowest costing insurance, lowest premium. It lasts a term, you know, 10, 15, 20-year term where you pay a premium. You have a death benefit. Let's say you have a 20-year term policy, right? You pay a premium for 20 years. And if you pass away before that 20 years is over, then your beneficiaries get money. Um, Now, the problem with term insurance is that I think like 97% of term insurance policies don't actually end up getting paid out because most people don't die within the term. Mm. So to get insurance, you have to be approved for insurance, right? And there's underwriters. So they're usually not going to approve somebody that has a high probability of dying within a 20 year term. So anybody can die at any point in time, but you go by odds, right? And it's mathematical Mm -hmm. statistics. So it's like the odds of somebody that's 25 and they're healthy dying in a 20 year, next 20 years is relatively low. So now you can afford as an insurance company to give you know, insurance to a lot of different people because you know only a few people is actually going to die. And the few people that do die, the other, you know, 97% of people that don't die, those premiums are going to make up for that. Um, But it's still beneficial because some insurance is better than no insurance. And if you don't have a budget for anything else, then term insurance can be a good option. And then you have whole life insurance, which lasts your whole life. And it also builds cash value. The cash is money that you can actually use while you're alive. Now, a lot of people have criticized whole life because they say that it's too expensive and they don't want to mix investing with permanent insurance. Mm -hmm. It's your own personal prerogative on that. There's pros and cons for it. But the general idea of it is that it lasts your whole life. But there is a hybrid approach uh, guaranteed protection, universal life. We've talked about this at EYL University a, long, a mm-hmm. lot, mm-hmm. where this is a pretty much like a lifelong term policy. So you're paying premiums, and as long as you pay a premium, you have a death benefit. So that's extremely beneficial because now if you don't want to mix investing with insurance and you just want, you know, the clean cut, 
just whatever I pay for, I'm going to get, you know, if I die, my family gets money, then that's, that's an option. And the premiums are less than whole life insurance, but they're more than term. So you kind of get in the middle ground for that. Now, where people come into problems with their policy a lot of times where they don't fully understand it is universal life policy, index universal life policy and variable universal life policy. This is life insurance that's tied to the stock market. Now, this is where it kind of becomes a little tricky because there's a lot of variables that go into play. So this is a hybrid type of insurance policy where you're actually mixing insurance with investing. The problem with this is that if you don't fully understand it and in times like even now when the stock market is down, now that can draw on your cash value and negatively affect your insurance policy. So this is something that you have to be extremely educated on. If you're going to mix the life insurance with investing, mm -hmm. you have to know how much money you're putting in. You really want to overfund the policy in that scenario to make up for any down years in the stock market. And you have to be careful when you take money out. So like I said, I can go on for this for a long time, but I, I just I wanted to two just... quick questions for you. I'm going to cut you off. I want you to finish budget before we go to the next one. I do have two quick questions for you because I think you have to. You good? Um, if you, let's say a person is making a hundred thousand dollars a year, what is the multiple that they should have for the death benefit when they pass? So yeah, good question. And you know, of course it goes by like if you have a family or a house, but rule of thumb is that you should always have probably 10 times your income. So if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, you should have at least a minimum of $1 million life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. You might need more. Like I said, if you have kids, if you have a mortgage, you might even need 2 million or 2.5 million, but at the very least you need 10 times your, um, your income. That's like, you know, rule of thumb. And that might seem like a lot, <clears throat> but it's really not. So if you think about it from a standpoint of, all right, let's take a million dollar policy, right? And let's say you're making, let's say you're even making $50,000 a year. So we'll do 20 times your, your income from this area. Let's say you're making $50,000 a year, right? Um, now you have a million dollar policy. So what happens is that when you die, your beneficiaries have an option usually, and this is why it's important to educate your beneficiaries as well. But your beneficiaries usually have an option where they can take a lump sum or they can take, um, it's, it's kind of like a checkbook where the insurance company will send them a checkbook and they can just draw off of the insurance policy whenever they need the money. But let's say that they actually just take the lump sum of $1 million. The million dollars is going to be a tax-free uh, million that's going to be to your family, nine times out of 10. So you get a million dollars. So now the, the worst thing that you can do is just give somebody a million dollars with no plan because yeah. we know that they're going to blow that million dollars very, very easily, right? So now, and this is what Storm Leroy was talking about, if you set the million dollars up, well, you can set it up in the trust, or even if you don't set it up in the trust, you can just give them directions on how to actually invest it. And let's say that they, they just invest the money in long-term conservative index fund, right? And they're drawing, <clears throat> let's say they, they draw 5% off of that. Um, why do I say 5%? Because that, the Monte Carlo stimulation factor is that if you draw 5% over the course of time, then you'll never run out of money. That's like a retirement formula. So if you take 5% from a million, that is $50,000, right? So that's really replacing your income in that scenario. So when you look at it from that standpoint, if you look at, okay, even if you go higher, 
you'd say even if you take 7% off of every single year, every year you take a 7% off and that's higher for people that's taking money from, from their accounts. Now you have $70,000 a year. Still, that's still, it doesn't seem like that much money, right? You're just replacing your income pretty much. So it's not like you're, so if you're making $100,000 a year, you're probably walking away with $65,000. So if you have a million dollar life insurance policy and you're drawing 70,000, you're pretty much just replacing your income at that point in time. So this is why it's beneficial to have more then, and you got to realize too, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars and you have a hundred thousand dollar policy, I mean, that's just one year. Like you might live yeah. for what mm -hmm. your family's going to need money for 20 years. Your family's yeah. going to need money for 30, 15 years. So it's important to think bigger. So that was kind of a yeah. long answer to the question, but I just wanted to rationalize it. Cause I know if I just say like, you need a million dollars worth of insurance, yeah. people are like, I don't need a million dollars. Like I'm not, I don't even have a million dollars. Why would I need a million dollars? Well, yeah. Hey, that's not the best way to think about it because you want to leave more money than you have. But also just from a pure practical standpoint of replacing your income, because that's what life insurance is for, um, you're going to need a bigger number to replace what you're currently living on. Yeah. Plan for the future because you're going to be older a lot longer than you're going to be younger. But I'll, I'll ask you this, based on your expertise in the field and being in the field for over 13 years, when you see an article like that, seeing $100 uh, billion is paid out, um, I think they said in the article, like, 46 million policies were were, were sold in, in 2021, which was a 6% increase. However, the actual coverage amount has gone down. So like people are getting mm. policies that are actually less, which is kind of what I was thinking. Like, yes, are we involved? What type of policies are we getting? Obviously, the whole life in terms, all those, so, but the amounts are going down. I think like one and a half percent. So what what does that say to you when you look at that? What, what say that again? Like frame the question? So pretty much seeing that, seeing these statistics, right? And knowing that more people, obviously, are you looking at it? Is it a courage, encouraging sign or like, all right, you know what? People still don't get it. This, these numbers should be higher. Well, I don't know if they should be higher because I mean, $100 billion is a lot of money. Yeah. So, and it's an all time record. Mm -hmm. So I think that people are, but also we have to understand that people are, are dying too. I mm -hmm. think this is like one of the first years where, the projected life expectancy has actually decreased a little bit. So, you know, you got COVID, COVID yep. you got, but outside of COVID, right. You have just unhealthy lifestyle for Americans, period. High blood. And this is, this is something that's extremely important. Everything ties in together. So when we're talking about finance, you have to talk about health because the two go together. And especially in a life insurance conversation, especially with black people. So black people traditionally, have had harder times getting life insurance and have had higher rates. One of the reasons for that is because of their medical state. So black people on average have diabetes at a higher rate than the regular population, have high cholesterol at a higher rate than the regular population, have high blood pressure at the high, at a higher rate than the regular population and are over are overweight more than the regular population. This is something that is extremely detrimental to not only your physical, you know, situation, but also for your economic situation, because now that's going to determine if you can get life insurance, if your life insurance policy is going to be higher. So that's part of the conversation as well. Um, and as far as, you know, people dying. So when you're planning your financial plan, you have, you have to have your life in order 
and you have to, you have to be in shape. You have to, you know, take care of yourself. You have to eat good. These are all things that, you know, go hand in hand. Your physical health and your financial health are usually related. I learned this early on when I was first started working in finance. Most successful CEOs are in shape. Of course, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. I get it. But if you look at, if you take a survey, very rarely do you see a successful CEO not in shape. The two, the two go hand in hand. Well, the discipline. Practice, yeah. Exactly. So this is something that's extremely important to, to talk about because, um, you know, if we're dying, that's bad. But if we're dying and not even having any life insurance, that's even worse. Yeah. And that's mostly, I mean, for a long time, that was the situation. We're dying with nothing and leaving. Like you used to say this to, uh, uh, I, I remember being here on, on the Saturday calls. It'd be like, not only are you leaving nothing, but you're actually leaving debt because the people who are left behind now have to pay for your funeral and they didn't have the money to pay for it. So now they have to figure out how to even afford to bury you. So people, I mean, that's why I said, man, that, that, that line of planning for the future mm-hmm. is so, so, so vital, um, especially to our community. And we have, we have to look at it. We have to have the mindset, mindset to change how we view the world and how we view life. I remember just even trying to have a conversation about life insurance to like my coworkers and they'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm not thinking about dying. And yeah. it's kind of like, we have this mindset where it's like, yo, if we get it, we get life insurance. We curse we're like, ourselves. Waiting, we're yeah. waiting to die. It's like, no, no, it's not really, a, it's just education. That's all it comes down to, education. And I, I think it's undeniable that the healthcare space is uh, incredibly important, whether it's on the life insurance side or the market. Um, that's why companies like United Healthcare, Stryker, Eli Lilly, are incredibly important. So in some way, your portfolio does need to have 10 to 20% exposure for you to get paid throughout your life or post-life. So please write down uh, what percentage of your capital is going to go to life insurance and what percentage is going to go to the healthcare sector. You cannot avoid um, that sector at all. But I will say our physical ailments and diseases that um, are problematic in our community are placed upon us, not because we are collectively lazy or don't. Uh, no, no, yeah, that's true. Things. But then also, but also we have to, there is a certain level of accountability that has to be taken because we are, we understand that even traditionally, right? We were given diets that were detrimental to us. Like all the soul food is pretty much slave food that, you know, pig feet, oxtail, these are the worst parts of the animal that was thrown away and we made, they didn't have an option. They had to make out of their situation. But now we're in 2022. Now we're educated. We don't have to make those same decisions. Now, a lot of times it's done by choice. You're, if you're educated and you're still making the same decisions about food that slaves made, then you gotta look yourself in the mirror. We know there's liquor stores on every corner, but who told you, who made you drink liquor? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like at some point in time, there has to be some level of accountability to stay. The odds is always going to be stacked against us. Mm-hmm. We black in America, but also so it's not really have to talk about what our politicians in the last. So when I go to Mexico, which I can't wait to go and set up my place, I got, God is good. Um, the preservatives that are in the food, that I eat there are not present in the food that I have in the United States. So yes, we have to make delicacies out of parts that were not favorable. But if Pepsi and Hormel and Kraft are putting preservatives 
and extra sodium into everything that we eat. At what point when will we ha- keep those companies responsible? And I just say it's the people's job to be responsible for what the corporations are doing based on the lobbying power that they have that the politicians didn't allow. Oh, that's true. Yeah, definitely. That was a big conversation. Definitely. Um, the food industry needs to be held accountable. But once again, we live in America. So, you know, it's beneficial to keep people sick. There's been whole documentaries. Very true. This. Very it's, true. It's profitable. It's profitable to keep people sick. It's not profitable. I want to keep this on air. Normally, this is my lane. I want to keep <laughs> this on air. I'm out. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll monitor the situation. I think we can do Barclays next year. I don't want to get our wings clipped. <laughs> Have I ever seen what? Dope Sick is a uh, show. That's a great on. movie. Yeah, I mean, but one of these things yeah. where it's like the pharmaceutical um, industry, right? Where they, they've made billions of dollars and there's no effort to make people healthy. It's only efforts to put people on medication. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like this. there's a great book called How Not to Die. And um, the whole point of the book is that, of course, everybody dies, right? But they're saying that 95% of the reasons why people die prematurely are preventable. Like most cancers are preventable, right? And most of it is through your diet. So the guy that wrote it was a doctor and he was saying that he stopped practicing medicine because they were only teaching people, they were only teaching the doctors how to treat patients with medication, but they weren't teaching the doctors how to tell the people not to get sick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, okay, you're overweight. Here's blood pressure medication. Why don't you tell them how to lose 50 pounds so they don't, so they're not overweight? <laughs> like that's probably more beneficial than treating them. And now you got to take this medication for the next 30 years. That goes back to the self accountability part. Like two months ago, I went to the doctor. They said I had high blood pressure. I looked at my wife and we, I said, "Oh, time to change my life like that quick. And it was like, all right, let's cut out sodium. And that was interesting. We just had this like epiphany. We were like, we, for so long, we've been taught that, you know, like, yo, that food don't have no flavor. Yo, we don't have no flavor. And we looked at other cultures and, and, and communities like, yo, that's, that food is bland. That food is bland. No preservatives. And it was like- it's healthy, yeah. It, the reason it is, is because there's no salt added. There's no sodium added into it. And quickly, like I, I would literally watch my, like my whole body just change and feel different. How much like, weight did you lose? Damn, Shadi, you gonna put me on? Well, I'm Jack. Yeah, yeah, so like you've been glowing. You look good. You've been glowing. Yeah, in a matter of like, I say about six weeks, I probably lost like 22 pounds. Crazy, crazy. And it it was just, it was one of those things where it was like we move so much, and so we're out all the time, and we eat bad, and we when we do eat, it's late, and then we're going to sleep, and so we try to get exercise in. It's like it's just really inconsistent. But one thing that can be consistent is the discipline to say, all right. I'm not doing that, right? So yeah. like, I I stopped drinking soda. I stopped eating candy. I'm only having water. I'm only eating like oatmeal for breakfast. And you know what I'm saying? Like these are the, like, it was just this mindset yeah. change. Cause I'm looking at myself like, when not, when I saw the blood pressure red, I was just like, nah. And then the doctor came in and he was like, yo, if we continue this for 10 years, you won't be here. That's all I needed to hear. I didn't, yeah. that, that was it. That was it. And so my wife was like, look, this is what we're doing. I'm like, bet, let's do it. Um, so yeah, man, it, it goes back to that, the education around it and having self-accountability to say like, I, I'm willing to stop this. Is it worth me being here for my kids? That and was it. If you, if you guys need a place to go to have very healthy food, get your tickets for Invest Us UK next year. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, but it was interesting. I was even at a restaurant. I'm like, hey, like, 
What about this issue? Like you Americans are so poisoned, you don't even know good food. I'm like, damn. But Yo, even their don't. snacks have have less preservatives than the ones here. It's well, you know, you know what's so crazy? Yeah. I, I I went to Thailand uh, five years ago, and um, you know, I was just eating fruit and. Just the, the pineapples and everything. It tastes like I never tasted pineapples before, but I realized yeah. that's because that the was like real pineapples. Yeah. I had I had a milkshake and it tore my stomach up because that was like real milk. Like so, we get so used to the preservatives and the artificial flavoring and everything that's in our food. When we go to these other countries, that's like real food. Like even our fruit mm -hmm. is not real food. This is why you got to yeah. grow your own food. I could have a whole we, thing about this, but I was gonna say like we would we was in uh, Abu Dhabi. We were sitting. We're like yo. This food is different. He was like, yo, the barriers for us to have food in America are so low that you can Absolutely. put anything in it and it's gonna, yeah. the FDA is gonna pass. Whereas in other countries and other places, they have to have legitimate food or it can't be served to the public. Not the same here, but uh, we digress. Health as well. Really Congratulations. Yeah, health as well. I appreciate yeah. it. You've been glowing, looking good. I know you was tired yesterday, but man, you, nah, you've been shining. Nah, nah, nah. Um, but I do wanna give him an ETF really quick. For the yeah. healthcare space, please write this down, a VHT, that is Vanguard's um, health ETF. If you go back to 2017, it was at $28.78. It is now at $248.35. So that's been some nice growth. 2020 was a good time to buy in. I'll give you guys a price. Um, everybody in Patterson, write this down. 20690 <laughs> Will be a good place to enter. <laughs> My option should be solidified in Jersey forever. Yo. Camden, are you listening? <laughs> For real. 20690. And New Yorkers, you know I love y'all. You, you know, I just want y'all to give me that 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 loud uh the loud Harlem energy from now on. <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all dearly. The holidays always find a way to bring family together. Whether it's watching the game, baking cookies, holiday shopping, wrapping presents, or gathering around to listen to our favorite holiday music. It's all made more magical with an ice-cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. The office holiday party, your first time having dinner with the in-laws, or that small reunion because everyone's back in town for the holidays. Nothing says welcome home like Coca-Cola. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice-cold Coke. <laughs> I got a dollar, son. Uh, so let's 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 talk. Oh, before I all right, I want to talk about Elon. But before that, yes, Art Basel this Saturday, Miami. We will be interviewing Timberland. Yeah, Timberland yeah. to the king. Timbo the king. Timbo the king. We got one of the greatest lyricists performing. That's a secret. I can't oh, announce that. Oh, I thought you was gonna do it. I can't announce that. Whoa, That's a top whoa. secret. Whoa. But it's free. It is free for the culture. Um, <laughs> so you can go to our website and. Uh, and sign up for that uh, Art Basel this Saturday, but you got to get there early. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. RSVP. Shout, shout out to my man, uh, Bravo in Detroit, man. He, he had, uh, put in his story. He's like, you know, these dudes make your financial literacy look like the coolest shit on the planet. And I yeah, love man. it. So oh, like, fine. yo, RSVP Miami oh, last Miami, year was Miami crazy. Gonna be a vibe. <laughs> Miami will be a vibe. Miami was amazing. Miami shout out to my Chicago vibe. people. Can we do a Market Mondays in Chicago next year? Chicago's live. Chicago. Ross Mack, what uh, up? Shout out to Chicago. Yeah. Shout out Pi 921075. Please call me so we can get this set up. I already got my Chicago Bull issue on right now. Jordan the Garden, man. Come on. I know Kiss had number one performance in, in Oh, Kiss. But boy, I, I may be top two. 
30 seconds for Jada Kiss. Um, man, he put on a show. I spoke to shout out to Mike Brinkley, his manager. I spoke to him backstage before the show. I'm like, yo, could you tell Kiss to like put a little extra spice on it? He's yeah. like, don't worry, I got you. He brought out Little C's. That was he did the freestyle, the legendary was... freestyle. Kiss went crazy, man. Shout out to Jada Kiss. You did one for so I wasn't going to go for they 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 thought I was going to try to take the microphone. I said, "Nah, it's Kiss. I can't do they, that." They they should have gave you a mic though. I ain't going to lie. Nah, nah, it's Kiss, man. Can't, I can't. can't. Some some guys I you got to let them live. Can't play with Kiss. Um, all right. Elon versus Apple. Yeah. Ooh. What what's the deal with this? Ah, man. So Elon Musk, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's interesting, right? This is the wealthiest man in the world versus the wealthiest company in the world. That that's what we that's what we Put in chat at. who's going to win this war. <laughs> So uh, he has said that Apple has threatened to withhold Twitter from the App Store, um, but they won't tell him why. He's also tweeted uh, that Apple uh, has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate uh, free speech in America? So those are the two tweets that he put out. Um, I mean, it's tough. This, it's an interesting thing, right? Like he, he highlighted Apple, but if you look out how many people have stopped advertising or paused advertising with Twitter, the list goes down a, a pr pretty long. And it's interesting because there's one industry that sticks out when you talk about people that paused or pulled advertising. So Mercedes, uh, Benz, uh, McDonald's, Chevrolet, uh, Chipotle, Ford, G GM, and General Mills have all paused or pulled advertising on uh, Twitter. Now, it's interesting because most of those are auto industry companies, right? But when you have somebody who is in that field who is leading it from the EV side, I didn't even think about it, but I'm like, why would they put their advertising on Twitter if the person that owns the company has something that is competitive in the space? Or if the platform is considered unstable and allows, allows unruly activity, which is a bad reflection of a company of that scale. Um, yeah. Apple is always... Yeah, I was just going to say that they, every, every company has pretty much took the stance that they, um, they're taking action against the social app over changes with the new ownership, with offering... Uh, any advice? They're they're saying that obviously some of the rules and regulations that they're putting in, they haven't. They're waiting to see you flushed out before they continue advertising. If they continue advertising, um, the well, number before I give my answer on who I think will win this war, I do want to say I do think this is a real time example of how 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 hard entrepreneurship is. I know everyone thinks that entrepreneurship is sexy and the acquisition is is great whatever your perspective was on that, like building a company of immense value at scale is incredibly hard. I do love that he's sharing these challenges that he is facing. Um, to choose to go to war with Apple would be a death sentence. Um, Zuckerberg chose to wage war against Apple. It is a war he has not won. Kudos to the entire staff at Meta. I will be there at 3.15 p.m. with me in a rebellion. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you guys for being at the show last night. Um, Apple is not a company or an empire that you are able to face. So I just thought like recently watching, you know, House of Dragon or like Game of Thrones. What's her name? Khaleesi with the dragon? Apple has 1,000 dragon and the little zombie dude <laughs> in the middle of Siberia. You cannot fight him. So with him trying to run SpaceX, um, Tesla, all the other ventures that he has at one time, this isn't the war that he wants to fight. Sometimes you have to play nice to build your cash reserves to then be able to make the moves that you want to. Apple's going to win this war outright. And I know they talked about making a Tesla phone 
That's something they should have did three or four years ago when they had the idea to do so. I think it would be great if they found a way for Twitter to have more of an effective platform inside the cars. But when you are down this much money and you don't have the staff to build an amazing product and the acquisition alone was not a game changer, you can't afford to go to war. Okay. His, war is too costly. His next tweet was the, he had the car in the fork of the road where it was like, pay the 30% fee or go to war. And the car swerving towards the go to war. The 30% fee, we already saw that. That I mean, we saw what happened with Epic Games, right? They said, mm -hmm. they tried to say this is Monopoly, we shouldn't do it, didn't really work out for them. Not, not a war you want to fight. And we've already seen somebody fight the war. So it's like, why would we even battle? The, the stance is going to be the stance, right? 30% of nothing is going to be nothing. Or you can have 30% and have access to the entire world. You got to, we have to be, like, with that 30% VIG that they get, like the Mafia, Apple in itself is an index fund. If I told you, like, every company on earth that is of scale pays me 30%, why would you not want to invest in me? And Epic Games is a better platform than Twitter. If you go look at the growth of Fortnite, when they decided to break away from the App Store, the popularity of the game has went down. You have to know when to fight an empire, when you have to say, hey, I'm not going to fight those dragons and, and Tim Cook and uh, Khaleesi and everyone else they have. No, don't do it. Yes. Yes. So how do you think that this will end up? You think uh, Elon will just end up falling back? If if someone wants to say that they're going to send a heat-sinking missile at me, I'm going to bow out. He should do the same. You have to, like, honestly, in, in any competition, you have to know who you can defeat and who is better than you going into the competition. Um, I, I like his honesty. I do like some of the jokes that he tells on Twitter, but it is a sign. And I think he'll be able to figure it out, but maybe in three or four years. Um, Twitter is going to have to acquire some of the and, – and I've said this before – I love the tech space. I popularized two tech two index strategy. A lot of these tech companies are not making anything that is like a lot of these are remixes of Black Planet and AIM Instant Messenger from 2005. We haven't seen any immense innovation. Like even when he took over the first cash flow idea, which was not a horrible idea. I think it was executed poorly, as you talked about last week, was the verified blue check. No talks about making the platform better. And I know he's talking about free speech. There's like a hundred black content creators I can name right now. Talib Kweli being one of them, who's still off the platform. But who's still talking, what? Who, who's still off the platform? Off Twitter. Uh, Talib Kweli is off Twitter? Has been for a long time. I think they said they're going to start uh, reissuing, re-reversing suspensions this week. Trump got back on and said, I didn't want to be there. I said, won't, won't Big T say he don't want you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you got truth social. Well played. Yeah. Got to own your, own, own your truth, no pun intended, and own your platform. Yeah, so that, that goes against what Elon's saying, right? Like, if he's talking about free speech, we don't have to agree with this speech, but the truth social is, is an app in the app store. Paul is an app in the app store. Fan base. Shout out to fan base. Shout, Shout out to fan, fan base. base. Can we get anyone on the legal side to please comment on this and confirm this? Free speech is only for private parties and in-house. There is no such thing as free speech. People will take that one excerpt and think that you can say whatever you want to. Speech costs. 
What, say, what do you mean? Say right. that again? There's a, there's a price. There, there's, there, no there, there's limitations. There's limit. There's limitations to free speech. Free, there's limitations to free speech. Right? People, people can state whatever they want to. You are able to say what you want to inside of your house or in your place of business among a small group of people. You can't well, broadcast. Because technically anything more than 50 people is technically a broadcast. Well, you can say it, but if if you, you're still in somebody else's house, right? So you can say whatever you want to say. You're not going to go to jail for it, but you might get kicked off of a platform because, but that's the owner of the platform. It depends on it depends right on what you say. That, right? It depends so on it's what you the, say. But you, you still have, but you still have free speech, right? Like you, you can't be, like some countries you could be jailed for speaking. Like you speak out against the government, you can actually get put in jail. Edward Snowden get, has been chasing going to jail for the last nine years for the free speech that he put out. Edward Snowden, he jammed up in, uh, where's he at? He's in the um, embassy in Venezuela or something? Something. Yeah, he's WikiLeaks. They got him. Where, where, where they got him there? They got, they got him. And, it, and it's a few people who are on some black site. I don't want to go to my little blacklist thing, but it's a few people, you know. I won't sit down since you want to have some little commentary. Put you in this but I'm box. just saying, so like Omar Johnson could pretty much say whatever he wants to say, right? Nobody's gonna arrest him for saying it. He Until might get he kicked off to the right group. He said it. He's he's who has he not said it to? He says it to everybody. He speaks freely. You might not agree with it, but he speaks freely, right? Yeah. You don't think so? I, is it? <laughs> is it? So this this donations. I like Umar, right. but. You can have free speech, but there's consequences to the speech. Yeah, of course. That's, but that's life, though, right? Right. But right. some consequences, it's not consequences like, what I'm trying to say is like, you still have, the free. The consequences are from the public sector, not government. There's no consequence. Like, you're not going to get put in jail for talking about the president. Here, no. That's not true. So you have, so you, it is true. Who who gets put in jail for talking about, Kanye went on television. And we're Snowden. And look, Eric they cut Snowden, his water off. Leaked, no, he leaked. He leaked files. That's different, bro. He leaked classified files. That's completely different from going on Twitter and talking about Donald Trump. They're not the same thing. He leaked thousands of files. As he compromised government security. I'm not saying what he did is right or wrong, but I'm just saying what he did was actually a crime against the United States of America. He you, didn't. You, he didn't just. He wasn't just talking. He leaked the files. He did. He did. That, it's documented. That, there are three people I would never wish on earth to have as an enemy. Number one, cool. the Vanguard. Number one, Vanguard. Vanguard. Shout out to the 13 families that run that. The Vatican and Bill Clinton. You want to talk about people who elected to say things, and as Jay Prince will say, then you got selected. I'm going to leave it there. I want to keep us on air, but we can bring keys on. And have a Your nice little <laughs> keep it, keep campaigning. You're gonna get elected. That's what you're saying. Okay, yes, charming um, guy. Come on, listen. I, and once again, for the audience, I don't do any of this for conjecture. Thank God that I've mastered a skill set that I don't have to be one of the people that does things for hot. I don't do no hot takes, my takes just hot, baby. Oh, who's he's the one of the people? Who, who, who's the three? Is Vanguard, Vanguard, Vanguard Vatican, and, and Bill Clinton. Um, Donald Trump William went on national play television. With. Donald Trump went on national television during a presidential debate and was talking about Bill Clinton cheating on on his wife. He said that to Hillary Clinton. That was one of the most disrespectful things in American history. 
He had no regard, no care, no cares in the world. Nothing was no nothing was done to stop him from saying that. Not nobody, nobody could have stopped him from saying it. Listen, Keon is asking me to stop, so I'm gonna stop here. I'm gonna listen to counsel. Well, we we can have this conversation <laughs> online. All right, we, we'll monitor this situation. Yeah, um, we'll this I like group. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll monitor Off this situation. To the group chat with uh, let, I want to bring Alex Jones on here real quick and clarify. How do you, how do you, how do you feel? So how do you feel about energy um, sector, energy stocks, the energy sector to invest in? This is something that a lot of people have been asking me about energy um, because obviously, you know, with everything that's happening in the world. Um, so is energy something that people should be investing in 2023? Um, which ones in particular? I, I'm learning not to derail an entire sector. Uh, my favorite three, uh, well, my favorite two for sure are technology, healthcare, indexes first always. Um, that is your base. But if we can take some particular ones like USO, I would say no. Um, if I look at crude, no. Th that was a trade for last year. And even when I get the commentary like, hey, you said no to energy and it did well this year, but you can see the collapse that it's had. Ever since, let me scroll in real quick. March of this year, we've had a precipitous decline. Shout out to everybody who reads Money Master the Game. So if you look at the crude market, that went from one twenty two ninety eight down to seventy seven dollars and thirty eight cent. If I look at USO, um, it went from ninety three dollars down to sixty six dollars and eighty eight cent. So no, um, now is not the time. Normally, when people are talking about it at scale. That is not the time. I would definitely focus heavier on healthcare. And my thing is, if you believe in an electronic vehicle space, you can't say that oil is going to, or energy is going to be one of the preeminent spaces and believe in EV, which is really a tech derivative, if you will. Um, during a recession, yes, but throughout the course of time, I, I definitely wouldn't look to hold that four or five year investment. As a swing trade, Yes, but if you guys want to put in comments on particular ones that you're looking at, I'll look at them for you and, and give you my my thoughts on them and what are the best prices to get in, especially you, if you I, live in Elizabeth. Do you uh, <laughs> are you uh, I'll be around. <laughs> I, I've never asked. I, are you fond of liquid natural gas? I am. Well, as a trade, that's one of my as like, a trade. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of my favorite things to trade. Um, I will stay away from that nat gas report. I will practice it, but a natural gas is a trade I like a lot. Yeah, one of my favorites. I, it, it was one of those things I, I stumbled upon probably maybe a half, maybe a year and a half ago, and I was looking at this company. Uh, I think Gola GL GLNG is the ticker, um, and it was a nice trade. Uh, but it, it made me look into the space a little bit yeah. more. Um, and it was one of those things that's like you you really can't time it. You really can't time um, time the market or, or time some of these these sectors. But um, it's an interesting it's space. Radical. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those who are looking at the natural gas future, if we get to eight dollars and fifty five cent, that's why we'll exit and take profit. If you're already in that natural gas space, your first target, your first take profit can be like eight eleven. But when it does get to eight fifty five, I would definitely take profit there. We'll start to see a pullback, and then you can like look to make another position in the space. Very erratic, very volatile. It reminds me a little bit of the Nasdaq. Um, but homework assignment, please write this down. Go study the crude market for the last thirty years. Tell me what the top three prices have been, and what are the top three bottom prices 
of crude, and that will give you an area where you should start to look to build your positions around. But now we're like in the middle ground. I wouldn't buy it here. I wouldn't buy it here. Investing is really easy. Please write this down. Index, tech, if you want a, another space, healthcare, I've talked about it before. Everyone at Stock Club can tell you that. Um, like I said, Lily, United Healthcare, Striker, those are three good ones. Investing is, we don't need a whole bunch of um, long-term investments because that's what a, the long-term money is and like the real wealth is built. You may like a couple of new sectors for trades, but right. your your core thesis should not change. Should not change. I know everyone uh, said, you it, know. Is te Tesla an energy company? Uh, ele electronic vehicle company, but it's really a tech derivative. But they have solar panel uh, uh, as well. They're pretty, pretty, pretty big solar solar business that they that they're running. Quiz, yeah, qu quiz, homework question number two for everyone: How much money do they make off their business, and what's the core reason that they have that solar panel business? I still think Tesla's amazing. I mean, if it comes down to, well, stock club, I won't give up price. If it come down to like the hundred dollar level, though, I'd be happy to get in there. We have to give her credit. Kathy Wood was the first institutional investor that gave. Tesla credibility for other funds to piggyback off of it. They've taken a lot of the profit off the table and given the fact of some of the erratic nature around Dogecoin and now running Twitter, it yeah. looks like he's not as focused. Now, if he finds a operator like how Apple did with Tim Cook, that will put him in a great position. I do like the company. The relationship with the government is great. He's found a way to fight that American automotive mafia that seems to exist. It won't go away. Um, so overall, they'll be good. But like, it oper I mean, listen, if you look from 2020, it went from $23 to $414. If that does not operate like a tech stock, I don't know what is. And most of the other electronic vehicles, there are no comps, really. Most of the other EV players in that space are terrible. Like, who's their next competitor? I saw a Rivian truck. It actually looked really nice. But I was just going to say that. <laughs> I, I saw it on the road yesterday. It was an yeah. Amazon delivery. Yeah, like the truck actually looks nice, but as far as a class A shares right now at $28.64. At its peak, it was at $179.47. I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't touch right now. All right. Um. Okay. Well, the energy, the energy, the energy thing is an interesting topic because we just came back from the Middle East. And, um, you know, when you see these countries like UAE and now Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is investing a lot of money into tourism and building up that. They got DJ Khaled coming for a music festival. Um, They're about to have the tallest building in the world. Well, because oil is, is something that is, is going to run up. They're already diversifying their portfolio and they're already making plans for a life without oil. I think they said the UAE already implemented a rule that cars have to be um, gas free in like Tanya or something like that, just like mm -hmm. New York and LA. Mm -hmm. So the energy world is changing. Um, and it's already, it's already been impacted, but even more so in the next couple of decades where gas is not something that is going to be like how it is now. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, no, it's it's running out, but they are already planning for that. Um, so clean energy is something that is not only needed 
from a science standpoint, it's actually beneficial from an economic standpoint as well. Mm -hmm. So I do have a recommendation on energy. Um, it's something I get a stock club, I think maybe two years ago. Next Terra Energy, if you are looking for something in the energy space, the ticker is NEE. Um, great growth. Five-year chart looks amazing. Um, a little bit volatile. You have to wait for like it to bottom out to, to be willing to invest in it. But Next Terra is pretty great. Um, maybe I'll give a price for it tonight. If Stock Club said I can't. Oh, and I, I, I saw the comment too. I know we didn't have Stock Club call last night. My son was not able to be at the amazing show, so I was talking to my son in lieu of. That's why I missed our call. My apologies, but it's more important for me to talk to my kid before I go on stage than, uh, than to um, hop online. But tomorrow we shall have Stock Club call. Good lesson. Please always put family before business. Please put family Heard. before business. I know a lot of people be like, hey, I ain't get to holler at you. I want you to ask, hey, have you talked to your mom, dad, cousin, son first? I've given everything. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. I'm going to get spicy in like two seconds. We got allies. Th we thanking them yet? Because I got <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Okay. <laughs> thank you. So Listen, I don't know who else gave this blueprint prior to. Uh, look, like, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's rock with it. Come on. say Put it in chat. Investing is easy. And then put, I just have to execute. I'm not perfect. And I'm not about to rant. Shout out to, to the people who've been telling me, I want you to rant less so we can get to you next to Obama and Iraq. I'm listening. Iraq, Iraq. Um, do, but do never mind, less execute. Do you mind sharing 10 uh, long-term stocks to invest yes. in? Stocks to invest in for long-term? Yeah, I, I gave these out um, last night. And thank you to everyone who attended. I appreciate you so much. They're really like 10 core stocks that I like. So VOO, Stock Club, Red Panda Rebellion. Don't worry, I'm not going to give our picks out and at the right price. But I do want to help the community so we can win in this recession together. So VOO, Apple, Microsoft, Google, United Healthcare, Johnson & Johnson, Stryker, Eli Lilly, Tesla, Visa. ABBV, McDonald's, Procter & Gamble, Starbucks. Now you pick your own allocation. If you want the allocation selected for you that gives you the least drawdown and highest maximized gain, then you can join the Red Panda Stock Club, right? <laughs> but Apple, Microsoft, VOO, Google, United Healthcare, Stryker, um, Johnson & Johnson, Eli Lilly, Tesla, ABBV, McDonald's, which is in the real estate business, and Don alluded to it last night, mm -hmm. Starbucks and Procter & Gamble. You don't need anything else. PNG. Please put in chat. And, and we have to realize, we're not picking stocks. We're picking what are the best businesses on the planet to invest in. I wish Bernard would like trim some of them companies out of LVMH. Because LVMH, with the right acquisition, if they trim four or five of those companies, They'll be in that top 10. Dior, a couple other, you know, lifestyle brands that are high price. If you trim those down to like a core eight, they'll give Apple a run for their money. Um, but yeah, those are the 10. I, and uh, uh, I counted, I might have counted 12. Nothing in the cybersecurity space. When we talk I about like things of the future, I, I'm just I, saying I, it's your list. I like it's your list. I'm just, just asking. 
But if we're going to be honest, yeah, my, my, my heads up thing is always, is this company, let's take sectors away. Let, let's go back to playground ball, right? Okay. So, so, so if, if I go to the hood and I go to Harlem, like, yeah, yo, I can play. I'm, I'm going to play in the rucker this summer, right? Can I be, it doesn't matter if he's 6'9". I can't be like, hey, I'm the best light-skinned-ish talking guard with a red panda jacket on in New York. No. Are you the best of the 10 out here of all 100 people? When I put, and I like CrowdStriker a lot, there's a couple, two others that I like a lot, but they're not better than Apple. They're not better than Microsoft. If Microsoft yeah. gets upset, they'll hop in that cybersecurity business tomorrow. And then what? Which... If I can argue for a pole position away from Apple while Apple's focusing on healthcare, dilly-dallying with EV because they're mad at Elon and playing the privacy games with Zuckerberg in the App Store, if Microsoft went to the cybersecurity space, I think they would be able to pass up Apple as the number one most valuable company on earth. What, what, what about that leader in e-commerce, that, that Goliath, Amazon? I think they're amazing. Um, but if I had to put them against Google, they lose. United Healthcare, they lose. They could bump out Johnson and Johnson. Uh, okay. And Tesla. And Tesla. You're right. I, I was, yeah, because I'm just looking at the list. I'm like, this is a solid list. I might have but, had a, a few subs in there, but that, it's your list. So I'm just asking. Yeah. I mean, and, and to be honest, Amazon is one of the picks in the Red Panda Stock Club. I said I won't give all the picks. I got to give context. Yeah. But yeah, we had, we had a. Yeah. A record spending Black Friday, right? What was it, nine billion? Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Which is, I mean, for a retail space, obviously a lot of it was, I think, um, it was a record in, in e-commerce, right? So I, I was, I think Walmart actually led the way, but you know, having yeah. those those type of numbers is 
pretty impressive. Nine billion, that's a lot. Yeah. All right. There you have that. Uh, U.S. housing enters a deep freeze with sellers and buyers sidelined. How can you tell when the housing market has begun to hit its peak? Oh, this is one of my favorites. So it's a two-part formula. So number one, write this down. There's a company, a ticker, MSCI. So it's M&I Homes. But if you go to macrotrends.net, which is becoming like one of my favorite sites. No, I don't own any shares in it. No joint ventures, uh, no partnerships with them. But if you look at their housing um, historical chart, you literally can see in real time the price action on the housing market. Homework assignment number three. I want you guys to map out the Fibonacci levels for the housing market over the last 50 years and point out the three places where it tells you when the market is going to take a downturn. I know a lot of people were fighting me. I remember maybe a year and a half, I said, hey, we're going to have a pullback. Um, said we were not going to have it. Demand for homes are down because of the number one indicator of all is quantitative easing. Is the Fed going to pump money into the market? Thank you for that. Um, but if you look at that, that go to macrotrends.net and type in um, housing historical chart, that will give you a breakdown. And then next week when we do a presentation, I'll walk you through um, how to tell when the market has hit a peak and then when, to, when it's hit a decline to know when to buy. So you literally can graph out on, a, on this chart when to buy a house, when you have more upside return, and then when the market is going to turn over. So I know some people say you can't predict this stuff. If you spend enough time on the charts, you can predict anything. Go to macrotrends.net. So Don Peebles, legendary real estate developer, yesterday um, at MSG, he spoke about his clock philosophy, where he says he looks at real estate like a clock and the hands of a clock. And from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock is when you should be studying the market. From 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock is when you should be actively buying real estate. Yeah. From 6 o'clock to nine o'clock is when you shouldn't be buying real estate at that point in time. And then from nine o'clock to 12 o'clock is when you should be selling real estate. And I asked him, where are we? And he said, three o'clock. Mm. So that, mean, that means that he thinks that in a very, like almost now, we should actively be looking to buy real estate. Noted. <laughs> I mean, that was one of those that's things what, last night. I'm that's, like, that's what he said. You can't argue with like, the man who, who, who say less. The beat. <laughs> yeah, can't argue. And what, what once again, he, he mentioned he's looking to put in capital. And in some of his deals, he's looking to maybe exit at 4x return. So for all my investors and traders, like 400% take profit. I know Shadi talked about last night at 200% take profit. Um, if you're a trader, you want to risk one to make four for your short term trades. In a best case scenario, you want to risk one to make 11. The formulas and in, in investing are all the same, man. Like if you just apply your formula for when I'm going to buy and that multiple I'm going to exit, that applies for private equity, real estate, your flips, wholesaling, trading Forex, futures, options, swaps, everything. Use the same mathematical formula and you won't get it. Even for hiring, even for me. My number one thing next year, people are like, hey, can I work for the rebellion? How are you going to bring in $20 million? 
I'll write you whatever check you want to. What's your plan to bring in 20 and go get that 20? You got to bring in a multiple. I know some of you be like, hey, man, can I get Troy Rashad? I want a hoodie. I love everything they do. I love what they do for the culture. I want to work with them. Find a way to bring in $50 million. Shadi will talk to you every morning. <laughs> so <laughs> will I. But if you want to talk to us every morning, you can go to ianinvest.com and get yes. some insights before I go to BlackRock and sell out. <laughs> Shout out to BlackRock. <laughs> yeah. Who was in the building last night? <laughs> and Square. Before I go sell out. <laughs> I'm telling y'all my plans, man. But I'm going to take y'all with me, though. We're going to sell out together. I told you I was in the mood today. Wait, waiting on the phone call. Okay. <laughs> Immediately. Um, well, let's, that brings Monitor the situation. We have to. Closely. We have to. Closely. I want to get your question answered, but before, let's talk about this Don Peebles situation a little bit further. So um, Don Peebles gave a lot of great insight yesterday. Um, so what's some of the takeaways that you got from his conversation? Uh, man, it was truly an honor. Like, thank y'all for setting that up. That was, because I hadn't had a chance to, um, my guy Drew was the first one who introduced me, like, of knowing about him. Um, so when I saw the interview that you guys did, I was like, the gems. But number one is his energy and passion and love for real estate. That Like, I tapped shoddy. I'm like, let him cut into my time. He's like, you sure? I'm like, he was just getting into a zone. And number one, the thing that I'm noticing about people who, have obtained the kind of wealth that I'm aspiring to get is their passion for it. Like, I don't know how how old Don is, but his energy is incredible and his passion for the business. And number two, the thing that I saw every time we asked him a question, he knew the multiples and the numbers around the business, like the back of his hand. So as an investor, even when we were talking about possibly like doing syndication with the audience and like how to structure that, he was answering so rapidly I can tell the like the way he mastered his craft and I can see how he's amassed that wealth over these years and just sticking to that formula. And I think it's a great lesson that no matter how attractive a stock or investment or real estate property may be, if the numbers don't actually make sense and the time and market cycles are not right, you have to hold off and wait for the ideal opportunity. So those were my two biggest lessons for him. Thank you to him. Um, his interview was absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's been pretty gracious with us um, over the past year or so. You know, we started with our interview, came to InvestFest, uh, even sat down with Matt uh, just on, on a real estate side. Um, I just think his humility is is infectious, man. Every time yeah. we speak to him, he's adding value. Well, even last night when we were talking to him about investing, he's telling like, you know, he's investing in Tesla. And I'm like, oh, this is great because we- yeah, He we, named you know, like four stocks. And yeah, yeah, he was, I'm like, I'm all, just super impressed by it because it's like, you know, it, it comes to that age old question. It's like, yo, is it real estate? Is it stocks? He's clearly showing you like, I've mastered real estate, but I'm doing this too, right? So he's diversifying his wealth. Um, but you know what, with him, you could just feel his energy to share the knowledge that he has. And that doesn't happen. I feel like even from this generation, it's more been like, let's do it, let's do it. Let's, we'll do it and hopefully they'll follow. I feel like he's gotten to a point now where it's like he's super intentional, even when, you know, working with us and when, he got his award the other day at the Grio Awards. You know, he requested us to be part of the ceremony to for him to accept it. And it was like, he gets it. Like, he gets it. Like, there, there's more to teaching what you know to the next generation, right, that adds to his legacy. So I'm always encouraged uh, anytime we get to sit down with him and his team, they, you know, 
it's never a no. It's just like where we need to be and how long do we need to be there. So mm-hmm. his his humbleness and uh, his, how gracious he is with his time, I, I think is, is super admirable. Yeah. Shadi, what about you? Um, no, nah, I mean, I think just his conversation alone was, was well worth the price of a mission. Absolutely. When he gave, he literally gave five cities that um, he personally is interested in investing in. I mean, he's a billionaire. So, yeah. I mean, what else do you, you could have just left after that, honestly. Like, Facts. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, we shouldn't even did my segment. <laughs> like, he was, like, he, uh, and we're not saying this to hype it. He literally gave the cities twice. And one state, I didn't even think he was looking at. So, to, but I didn't mean to cut you off, but I have to emphasize for a billionaire to give that actual information and not skirt around the question. Yeah, that was worth the price of admission. Yeah, I think it's important to just even manage expectations on a certain level. And it's like, you got to understand, like you, the odds of the regular, of a regular person having a conversation with a billionaire is pretty close to zero. I'm just being honest with you, right? You're probably never in life going to have a conversation with a billionaire. So you're in a conversation with a billionaire pretty much because you're there and we're speaking with him. So you're in the conversation and he's telling you five cities out of 500,000 that are in America that he's interested in investing in. Like what's, what's the real price for that? Like, you know, like it's like sometimes in life you get so much information and you start to, yeah. you, you start to take things for granted. And it's like, I need more, I need more, I need more, I need more. Like, when you when you actually just sit back and think about it, it's like, what would you pay for Warren Buffett to tell you five stocks that he's interested in? Like, what would you pay for, you know what I mean? Like Jay-Z to like, people's paying a hundred thousand dollars. They said to have a dinner with Jay-Z, right? Like, would you do it? I, I would I, do it for sure. I'd say all day, yep. I would definitely do it for sure. But for me, it's a relationship. It's a relationship. That's like saying, would you pay a hundred thousand dollars to interview Steve Harvey? Yeah, of course. It would have been it would have been beneficial for us. Mm-hmm. It has been beneficial for us, right? But we didn't have to pay, but I'm just saying, hypothetically, yeah. look yeah. look what's happened from meeting somebody. Yeah. People that are saying, like, no, they don't have any vision, but they probably often don't they also don't have anything to offer. This is extremely important. Cause you could just meet somebody, have a conversation. You don't have anything to offer and you might get enough information to make some money, but you might not. I'm not really looking so much for the information. I'm looking for the, the relationship mm-hmm. because the information is like, okay, that's good. But the relationship is something that is going to last forever. So the, you have an opportunity to build a relationship with somebody. What's, what's the real price for that? But I digress. Long story short, I just think that you said was a great bro. <laughs> we, we have to we have to just really really value information, yeah. And we have to value Market Mondays. We have to value and we got to value Earn Your Leisure because sometimes we get spoiled. We get spoiled, and it's like it's not normal. Nobody was bringing billionaires on before we did for our culture. Yeah, Nobody even knew fact. who he was before before we yeah. had him on. Right. Nobody knew who he was. That why you, there's a reason why he does everything that we ask him to do, because nobody knew him. 
like this is the is a reason why Steve Harvey is is going to do anything like a lot of stuff with us because this was the biggest opportunity that he had to speak to our culture to our generation. People knew him from Kings of Comedy and from family you know Feud. Family Feud. He never had an opportunity to talk for two and a half hours about his business acumen, and so many deals came from that. It's beneficial. So it's like you at some point in time you got to be grateful. Yeah, I mean. The, the you you said that he named the five cities right, but even with the clock analogy, if he's telling you the five cities, and the time and he's telling you the clock analogy is three o'clock, if you'd like just read but read the line right, he's telling you where and he's telling you when. I what else are you supposed to do? Like God's like God. what else are you supposed to do? Well, you know you you don't appreciate things so you don't have them anymore, and it's like okay, shout out to my exes. When when it's over, when when the show's over, because everything everything ends at some point in time, right? So when yep. it's over, and it's, and it, you're not you're not having these conversations with Mark Cuban, or or with Don Peoples, or and Mark with, gave his actual stock blueprint, which he should not have done. Yeah, you, you'll be more appreciative when it when it's not here anymore. Yeah, we had. I, I digress. Yeah. I digress. Are we taking Floyd out of the Billy talk? No, Floyd not come in on. Billy talk. No, huh? he's definitely in there. He's he definitely. definitely. Boy said yeah, he so got that, one business doing three hundred million a month. So we, I mean, you talking about two billionaires in the same night? Back he to said back. Put yes in chat if the show last night was fire. Like I, I promise you, twenty twenty three, we we gonna change this show up and we gonna make this issue lively. I'm about to get up and start moving around. I'm going to be on Jaleel energy. <laughs> shout out North 13. Shout out Jaleel. Listen, the the YouTube version does not compare to the live show. If my live show, boy, different. Live energy is different. But, like, for them to have those conversations and also to shift the mindset for what's possible. So Don said, hey, I invest in real estate, of course, and now he knows stocks. You guys can put in chat, what are the two or three stocks he named? Then Floyd said, hey, recently last year, start trading. Make a little 100000 here and there. So he's exposed to real estate, entertainment, licensing deals. Shout out to Girl Collection. That's entertainment as well. And trading Poor and brothers. investing. Yeah. And, 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 and international investing. Yes. Yeah. That's what, that's why I said one of the things we mentioned was like, yeah, he's doing these, these, these exhibitions, but look at where he's doing them. He's not doing them in Vegas. Like he's fighting. He said 25 million and 15 million. I'm like, yo, that's one of the greatest trades of all time. That's Goldman like numbers for one person. That is the, that might be the greatest. Nine minutes of work. Can we can we get some questions before we before we wrap? We haven't done this in a long time. Who's this? Let's do it. We're gonna Anybody from Cherry Hill, Woodbridge? Cherry Hill. Janelle. Janelle, what's going on? We coming to well, you. I'm Franklin You've been unmuted. What's going on? Unmute yourself. Yeah, I know who we can call. Damn. Damn. Fridge break. No good. No good. You've been disabled. You're talking. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Let's go to, uh, is this Rasheed? Let's do Rasheed. Rasheed, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You're being unmuted. What's going on? Uh, what's going on, fellas? Um, hey, how you doing? How you good, doing good. good, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, disappointed. Um, I was supposed to be there yesterday. 
Um, it's my birthday gift for my wife. Waited for two months, and then on oh, Monday man. got caught COVID. And oh. I had a quarantine, and I'm Dang. still quarantining. So I'm I'm blown. But my brother and my and one of my best friends were there, so you know, they gave me a little bit of scoop. Um, they Facetime you, know, you while you while they was there. Um, no, no, my brother would just send me like little clips, like when Floyd was, was on stage, um, when you guys were, um, originally you came out on stage. So he sent me oh, clips, man. um, you know, so that's, get well soon, thank you. Where you from brother? Um, um, Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. Maryland. <clears throat> yeah. DMV. Um, yeah. Yeah. Westmore. Yeah. Oh, can I say sure. something real quick? Um, shout out to shout out to DC. We are doing the last event that we have for the year is December 10th at Howard University Expo, Real Estate hey. Expo with MG the Mortgage Guy, sponsored by Chase. That is also a free event. It is in DC. It's at Howard, but it's for anybody. It's not just for the students of Howard. It's just for anybody that wants to come. You can go to our website and RSVP for that real estate expo, the last event that we'll be doing for this year. That's fine. All right, yeah. brother. What's what's your question? And, and, and I'll definitely be at Howard, so that you know I, I wasn't too too mad. But I'll definitely be at Howard. Um, right, make sure you're cute first. Oh, <laughs> make sure you're cured. <laughs> Mask you, up, you bro. Need, uh, two negative <laughs> tests. You're not doing this, my boy Troy. Yeah. I think the first and best fast. Ooh, yeah, nah, nah, we ain't doing nah, it. We ain't going, going back. back. Yeah, Mask up, boy. On the safari vibe. Trust me, I've been quarantining and doing the uh, what is it called? The, the blanket over my head with the heat. I don't know what what it's called. You know, yeah. trying to get all that out of my system. So, um, but my question is about um, the current state of um, of the market. Um, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, whether I should, I should, um, go in more, you know, I know you guys talk about Don people's five, um, you know, uh, cities to invest in, um, thinking of whether I should, I should go in more or, um, uh, just kind of wait for things to settle down a little bit. Um, you know, um, of course I think, you know, um, um opportunity, there's a lot of opportunities out right now, but, you know, I, I want to make sure that, um, Real estate, real estate, or or stocks? Um, well, stocks, um, stocks, um, and then of course real estate because I, 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 um, I'm doing well. I'm doing stocks right now, um, but I definitely want to get in, um, into real estate. Um, so, all right. So that's a good question. So, all right. So, should he? Should people be waiting on the sideline now, or or should they be aggressively going in, or should they be tiptoeing in? when it comes to investing in real estate and investing into stock market. Um, what, what, what stocks are you investing in, brother? Um, of course, I'm doing the um, two tech two index. Um, okay. You know, I, I got that. Um, tell me got, about the side base in the portfolio you got you want to tell me about them. Well, what you got? You got Terra uh, Luna, what you got? I got AMD, I okay. got... Um, uh, what's the other one? Let me look at my portfolio. Uh, I got AMD. I have um, ah, what's this? Where's my portfolio? Um, I did. I I forgot her name. Um, I bought some of her stocks. Some of her stocks. Um, what's the ticker for that? Let me see what's. Uh, if you don't know her name off the top of your head, you can't be married to that company. 
That's no, no, she was she she was an EYL. She she came okay, in. Got you. Yeah, uh, the lady. Uh, I think that's the um that's the which we we'll call it stock the um social oh, yeah, yeah. responsible. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got yeah. Some okay. of her ETF. Okay. Um, and then I got semiconductor, semi conductor. Uh, I forgot the other name. One I have. It's my portfolio. Okay. Yeah. Pretty scattered, but. The, the thing about it is this, I, I'll give my two cents and especially on the real estate thing, because this is what Don Peebles had, um, had said yesterday where it's all relative. It depends on where you're actually investing. So that's why he said like the five areas that he's interested in. Um, cause there's always opportunities. Um, mm. but it's like, you know, investing in Manhattan real estate right now is a lot different from investing in Milwaukee real estate, right? So mm-hmm. you know there, there are areas that are are good buys right now that you can actually get even even with interest rates being high because that's another thing too. And MG talks about this a lot as well. Even interest rates being high is still relative. He talked about when he when he bought his home, first home, which was crazy. He said he bought a nine hundred thousand dollar house in in nineteen eighty seven. That alone is crazy. Like don't let that yeah. go over your head. Yeah. But um, he said his interest rate was like nine percent or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. And the amount of money that he would have, it was like a hundred thousand dollars a year or something crazy. So it's like, you know, um, you could potentially still get a good deal in this market. But he also spoke about he actually gave a lot of valuable information. The Absolutely. rental, the rental market is is going to get stronger because when people don't buy homes, they rent because mm-hmm. you have you have to live somewhere. Right. So if you're not buying homes, if the housing, so there's always opportunities, even if something else. So if the housing market starts to decline, that means the rental market is going up because that means that less people are buying homes, more people will be renting homes or renting apartments. It's like an so index right there. As a landlord, this is extremely beneficial to know because it's like, okay, now if we're going to enter a recession, if interest rates stay high, if unemployment climbs, that means that less people will be buying homes, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be bad for the real estate market. It might be bad for the, for the home buying market for first time home buyers, but from the landlord market, it's going to be actually very beneficial because now rents are going to continue to go up because you have to live somewhere. And especially if you pick the right tenants, we've talked about this a lot. You want to pick tenants that have some level of stability, nurses, a nurse is probably the most stable job that you can actually have in this economy. Uh, firefighters, teachers, cops, all of these people have unions and it's extremely difficult to get fired from these jobs. Um, that's good to know because when you're renting your apartment, you want to rent to somebody that has some level of stable income that you can rely on. Um, so you also want to know the laws of the state when it comes to evictions in New York, you can live in the house for two months without for two years without paying rent and going back and forth to court in Atlanta is 10 days. And you wow. put an eviction notice on your door and, and yeah, the, the marshals is going to get you day six that note on your door. So as a landlord, which, which one would you rather be in New York or Atlanta? It's a pretty easy choice to make. So but yeah. if, you don't, if, you, if you don't know that, if you don't know that, then so, I think from that standpoint, you guys can talk about the stocks, but from the real estate standpoint, I think it's a good opportunity now. Um, but you just have to know where, where 
and well, open price point. You, I think, you I never want to buy at a bad price point no matter what. Yeah, I think it's the same philosophy if you think about it, right? Like you're saying there's specific places to invest. I think it's the same thing. It's, if you look at the stock market, there's going to be specific sectors. Like I know Ian's talking about healthcare. That makes sense. We talked about energy. Obviously, we saw that that made sense at the time. It was a good trade. Technology is down over thirty percent, right? That might this might not be the place. But if you look on the Apple is not though. What kind of car do you like? Electric, gas, hybrid, whatever you're into. There's a Hyundai Tucson to match, and powertrain to get you there. Hyundai's 2023 Tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs. They paid attention to all the details: the seats, the dash, the panoramic roof. You name it. Hyundai thought of it. All while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgates. Okay, Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. The 2023 Tucson plug-in hybrid is only sold in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Once again, visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more. I'm going there, and I got you. Uh, <laughs> if you look at this, this specific points inside of these sectors, that do make sense. Apple being one of those core, right? On the other end, it's, you, you could look at it and say, hey, I haven't invested in technology. It's down 30%. This might be the time to invest. And that's one of the things I was asking Peter last night was based on the, the, the role that the Fed plays in investing, is it a good time, right? We keep hearing recession. We keep hearing... 2023 at least for the first six months but when we hear the fed is going to hike their rates right it used to be 75 basis points right 75 points of one percent all right well they're saying that inflation has come down a little bit that's going to slow down and so we saw that the the market jumped when we saw that news but what happens in december when we actually get the data what does it say is it going to be 50 basis points because if it says 50 now people are saying all right well this is this is more of a, a situation where we're not going to have to pay as much when we borrow money. And so if companies see that, then there's more money to have inside of these companies that you start seeing more invasion. So it's an interesting time. It depends on where you're at in there, right? Like if you were the person that said, you know what, I'm going to ride this thing. I'm just going to wait and I'm going to wait till these things become super discounted. I think, especially if you're talking about the technology sector, this might be the time, right? We yeah, I'm a, the fourth and first quarters, of, uh, especially investing are usually the best for technology so it could be a time it just depends on where you're yeah, at janet is I'm, I'm going. please stop yeah. asking about janet has left she's she's on yeah she's an entrepreneur she's doing her thing but it's like we get these same questions what happened to the girl bro she left bro it's over it's not i'm not even like, on. She's, she's, I she's, she's too. it's over yeah like but no it's over but i'm just saying like you i gotta, see it <laughs> like you gotta know when to just let things go bro not coming back. So. Most men don't. Shout out to the ladies. L listen, if the fellas be hanging on too long after you let it go, put it in comments. You let it go. Listen, we got to have a real discussion about the behavior of men. And y'all got to stop acting like, you don't want my love time. Now, listen, this is a reflection of Ian Dunlap. The Red Panda Rebellion. This is not a reflection of Charlie. Yeah, keep going. I'm going to do, do your background vocals. Boy, keep going. what is yeah, wrong bad, with y'all? My goodness. You now I'm going to give you a real ass answer when it comes to investing. Only weak companies get destroyed by the Federal Reserve adjusting the basis points. Go, Those are the companies that deserve to die. Google, Amazon, Microsoft are not worried about the adjustments and the Federal Reserve. 
they will be protected if you go do your research. Only Amazon is safe too. But if yeah. you are worried about that, you've invested fundament fundamentally into a wrong company because the basis point game is really an interest rate arbitrage game. So let's say hypothetically, and I told you guys, 15% is when you start to have decay in a two text, two index strategy. But if you buy at the right points, there's a way you can still stay afloat. Apple and Microsoft have done pretty well. If interest rates go up to like hypothetically 17%, you need a stock to really give you 20% gain for you to be positive. If it's not doing that, normally you're going to be in the negative. You have to pick a company that is going to produce profit regardless of what is going on in the market. Men, please listen to me. No matter what happens in your life, it is your job to protect, provide, pound, and be in profit. The companies that you invest in have to do the same. Why are we making this so hard? <laughs> we want to have all these conversations and conjecture. Go execute. See, I'm 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 a Harlem vibe right yeah, now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is my passion talking. Yeah, I, I agree with that point, right? But the other side is for the person who's like a retail investor. Like take a company like Microsoft, mm -hmm. right? If they didn't invest in it in the right point, like like you said, we can't time it. But if they didn't, let's just say- No, no hold on, time out. Yes, we can, because I'm here. We're not going to do that. Like Floyd said, I'm not the king of Vegas. I'm at a king. We can't say we can't the world, time the, world, the market. World, world, and I, I proved this shit in real time. Every Nova Grants came on and said, I'm surprised at the, I stand. You surprised because I'm black? Okay, I feel you. <laughs> Thank you for the stamp though. That was all I needed. We can't time the market. You know, it's not beneficial for an organization, most hedge funds or banks to tell you that you can then time the market because if so, if enough people learn how to do so, it does draw down edge for the average trader at an institution. We can't time the market. Now, the answer is now Apple, Microsoft. Uh, yes, if you hold for the long term, you will still be fine. Same with real estate. All my real estate investors, what's the ideal time to hold a multifamily unit? Is it five, 10 or 15 years? Watch the answers in the comments and a commentary on how long to hold a stock is going to be the same. You notice Jerry Jones still has not sold the Dallas Cowboys. Despite him being in them picket lines in 1954. <laughs> Ish, you got some explaining to do about your man. Love you, my guy. Shout out to uh, <laughs> no, that, I, was, I, was, I brought up Microsoft because I was saying the rates can affect a strong company. But long term, obviously, they're built to last in those environments. But yep. it, short term, it can affect the company, especially really weak companies. Especially, yeah. So like that's the caveat. Yes, it it can destroy. We've seen it, right? Like Peloton, yep. we've seen a company like that, right? We've seen what it's done to Zoom. Microsoft has been obviously the rates have affected it, but it's built to last, right? It's like one like what was that Duracell built yep. to last? Those are one of Absolutely. those companies. Rasheed, you still on the line, man. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank yeah, you. When, you, when you get over COVID, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm actually looking at yeah. DC. Um, looking at some some uh, properties. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we go. We we gonna go to the next person, but we are gonna see you in DC on the tenth. All right, bro. All right, definitely Stay negative COVID. I right, feel better, man. Thank you. Thank you. Love, bro. She don't want my love. We have to invest for the long term, no matter what we do. Big fat. Ah, uh, Smith. I'm not sure if that's first name or last name. Smith, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Last Smith night, is the first name? It's popping. Last name. 
All right, Agent Smith, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all call me Dre. Dre's uh, the first perfect, name. Perfect. Yo, last name was beautiful. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you, it. Beautiful vibe, man. Yo, Ian, man, you had your family up there. That yeah. was so dope, man. Like Thank I was you. just like, like it was just so inspiring seeing all our people out there coming in the building for you know education, investing, Absolutely. entertainment as well. It was me and my wife had a blast, man. What, what, were you able um, to make it to, to the stage when I gave some money out, or you didn't get there in time? Nah, nah. I was in. I was like, um, in like in row two hundred one. So yeah, the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, so I couldn't really it? make it. Let me Smith, see, see if my from, cash man? are working. Uh, Jersey. Okay. Hey. Nah. <laughs> it's a takeover. Burlington, it's a takeover. Burlington, Jersey. <laughs> Burlington. Oh, let's go. What was your cash app? Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Thank you. Oh, hold on. Let me let me get it. I'm right dead there. serious too. New York, keep showing me love, baby. We're gonna turn the tide. Listen now. We, we <laughs> can somebody, call my can name. somebody get a chopped cheese over the end, please? Can somebody hey, get him a chopped cheese? <laughs> right, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna set it in. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but um, oh yeah, I was asking, I was gonna ask about uh yeah, the red panda. Yeah, because yeah. um I know you were saying like, yeah, you from Jersey, you know, uh, I want to know, you know, I'm shooting my shot if I could, you know, get that, get into a Red Panda Club. You were at the show last yeah. night, correct? Yes, sir. So if you were at the show, give us two weeks, you know, we got to get calibrated, got to get recentered, focused on God okay. and get some rest. But give us two weeks when we get the list back. Um, okay. Everyone who was there. Now, what I am going to do something special for Jersey. I'm going to do a call just for people in Jersey. But everyone okay. who's at the show will get uh, version two of Stock Club for free and Sniper One and Sniper Two coming out in 2023 for absolutely okay. free. And I'll have y'all locked in for life. And we're going to do a uh, trading session together. But Jersey, beautiful. I'm going to lock in with y'all um, beautiful. A, a little bit more. So, yeah, so, so um, Ian, he gave everybody in Jersey all those benefits the whole night. And because um, that was going the craziest. I'm like, like um, Bro, we gotta make it out of here, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, not gonna make you out. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard a couple of. <laughs> yeah, I heard a couple of guys <laughs> yeah. say that. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> yeah was in that section, that. right? Yeah. Hey, yeah, we know where we at. <laughs> like, Listen, yo. my my boys from the class be with me with, with that too. Let let them not play. Uh, I got respect for everybody in the city, but uh, shout, shout out, out to, to the Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx, man. But Brooklyn. Brooklyn different. It's the biggest. It's the biggest borough. So, whenever you yeah. go anywhere, yeah, you're better. Brooklyn boy. Brooklyn you better. Your locker. You let the Brooklyn <laughs> break in your locker. Shout out to nine one four. Oh, of course, man. Yeah. Of course. But yeah, thank um, you. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna send you that cash out. Um, no, no, so you send, know, I send, send it to you now. Send it to me now. Yeah, send uh, it to me now. Because once right, I get off the show, I'm gonna send it. Yeah, I'm gonna send it in the. I'm gonna send it in the group. The um. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the, yeah, the, uh, the put, put, put in a zoom. Right, zoom. Yeah, send it directly to us. All right. All right I appreciate you, bro. All right, bros. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, man. I told you a story about, about, about the pizza thing, though, right? In Jersey? No, in New York. Remember, remember what I said? Thing about oh, the the, pizza? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You try to play the pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't Boy, I, I was on Canal Street. He's like, good talk about that pizza. I was like, damn, I didn't even know he watched the show. <laughs> I was great. Oh, you ran into that's when you ran into um my student. Yeah, that same day. <laughs> it was him. No, no, no. It was uh -oh. when I left him. Me and Christy went to lunch. She left her car and uh, left her phone in the Uber. 
I went over to get it, and dude was like, man, quit talking about our people. He was serious, too. I was like, <laughs> They locked in. They locked big in. ass dude. I was like, yo, I'm done. I love y'all pizza. The, every dollar slice plays fire. Quit talking yeah. about our pizza. Um, all right. Well, we get one more question. Somebody from Irvington, please. Hoboken, somewhere. Uh, I we got. Let me get. Let's see. Let's go to James. James, we coming to you. James, unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. James, what's going on? Stay where oh, you from? Yeah. yeah, I'm from Long Island. I was there last hey. night. Yeah. Uh, um, first flap was for everybody. Last night was amazing. Uh, shout out to Akinendrum and Andrew. I mean, suit. Um, Aaron for the party. I did get yeah. to speak to you also, and on you, Saturday you were mad cool. Thank you. Actually, said what up to my girl first, which was dope as hell. Um, I did ask you. I did ask you on Saturday, but I wanted to ask you live, maybe to help somebody out. If you're trading, trying to get into it again, if you got a lot of stuff going on in your personal life, yeah. What you gave some good advice, and I think it would be beneficial for other people as well. Um, before I give the advice, can you tell everybody in Long Island I'm cool and, and protect me when I be out? Oh, you you, could, don't worry about it. you <laughs> did, no, um, play the pizza, but it's okay. No, <laughs> um, three quick pieces of advice I want to give. Like, if you're going through something personal, um, you have to look at the market every day, but not trade. Because when personal things affect our lives, they begin to bleed into our actual trading. Like as a man, like if we're going through, I mean, like even if you're going through stuff with the kids or the relationship or job is tough, a lot of times we'll take our frustrations out on the market and be like, well, because I'm going through this, I'm going, because we are tend to take the things we use in sports and try and apply them to the market like basketball or football. You can't bully your way into victory in trading. Um, it's more like golf or Tai Chi. You like you have to be in flow with the market. So you have to A, take some time off, B, heal there, and wait till you're in a really good space. Like uh trading is a lot like golf. Like if your mental is not wrapped in the right place, has anyone ever seen a move or a trade and you know where the market was gonna go, but like your anxiety or maybe even childhood trauma or self-sabotage caused you to trade opposite of where you know where it was going to go. Yes. That's why I always tell you, be very mindful. Like if you, like if I ever get into an argument with my significant other, um, get into it with any family or friends, I try not to trade that day because it's going to be reflective of, I try to meditate before for an hour. Like I go to sleep, listen to like meditative stuff. So when I get up, I'm in a good space. It's, um, it's a much, it's a very, strong correlation between the peace and i've never said this before but you can actually track the success of your business and your trading life according to the levels of peace that you have in your relationship and in your friendships i can tell you a few things like personally that when i made sure that my circle was clean and my business and relationships were all clean everything took off to the upside a lot of times we know how to trade, but the people in our circle are sometimes afraid of us having success and that will hold us back in some way. Make sure you have people around you that want to see you win. Like that's why I love seeing like our families at the events and you can see our core. And I can even see like the kids were up and out late, Troy, like, but, but Danny energy was fire. Like the kids energy was fire. 
Um, Rashad, whenever I see your dad, I'm like, man, like I appreciate you. Nas always fly. Oh, yeah. Thank cool. you. Thank you for giving him a hundred dollars. Yo, yeah, he man. did it the coolest way. He was like, Can I have a hundred or no? <laughs> hey yo, man, listen, you, you get you gave him a hundred dollars, right? And then I think the next thing you said to the crowd was like, if I made you money, hell yeah. And my eight-year-old son was screaming at the top of his lungs. Hell yeah! Yes. What's about? I was like, yo, this That's is crazy. <laughs> and don't put him on punishment because he gave my kids and bread. Oh, nah, nah. And all oh, your daughter. Um, but I yeah, that definitely made money for me. Um, that those Google, that Google price hit for sure. Thank you. I got Thank my you. interest on that. Still waiting on my Apple price, but you know that's gonna happen soon. Yeah, it's coming soon. But yeah, make sure that you have peace in your trading in order to have profit. And I pray yeah. for everyone here. If you are not surround that thing that floyd said about the five people and that that point on having trust and the people that you're with versus love that was one of the most impactful things that i heard him say um but you won't be able to have profitability in your trading if you don't have peace in your life you have to eliminate the turmoil in order for your trading to be effective all right, thank you. Right. Appreciate Italian. you, James. Yeah, no doubt. Take, Take it easy. Thank you for coming out last night, man. Yeah, yeah, I came out with my whole trading team, everybody. we I met some people online. We started trading together. First time we met was at y'all event last night. That's Just a bunch fire. of us. Yeah. That's dope. See how it goes? Yeah. That's how, yeah. That's how it works, man. It's a revolution right there. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that on, is I'm, how I'm, it I'm, works. This is my favorite part of the jacket, though. Shout out to my baby, <laughs> my baby Xander, who gave me some words of encouragement before the show. Shout out to the red pen. Oh, shout out to shout out to Bam, man. They just put together this new yeah. specialty edition. Yeah, Shoddy. That's my nickname. Assets over liabilities in the in the corner pocket. Yeah, um, that's what they when they see you outside, they say Rashad or Shoddy. I'll be interested. Shoddy. Most people say Shoddy. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to everybody out there, man. Shout out to Jay Goodwin, uh, his birthday. Yeah, yeah, crew love. What up, boy? Shout out to crew loves, my God. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, the moment has come. We were gonna, we were gonna have a short version of this show, but I know Apparently time not. flies when you're having fun. Yes. So we ended up having a regular version, two hours. Um, but you know, Market Mondays is always an enjoyable time. It's uh, it's like therapeutic um, to talk and have banter, read the YouTube comments. I gotta look at the tools. I enjoy it's it all. Going down over there, huh? It always, YouTube's always interesting. <laughs> um, Love you guys. It's a community. You, what I'm realizing is that YouTube is actually a community. Mm -hmm. um, and people have strong opinions about things. But, but the most important thing, the portfolio and your net worth and return on investment must outweigh the opinion. Well, yeah. Basically. Oh, I'll be at the same right. show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like, opinions matter or not. Can you put points on a board and get return or not? Or not. Nah. Or not. Nah. Uh, <clears throat> Market Monday's investment deal. We're doing a monthly offering for one trading idea per month. It's like a group chat situation. One trading idea per month delivered uh, in our group chat. Uh, one swing trade entry per month. Tip of the day from Ian on a voice note. Uh, morning insight on what to expect from the market delivered three days a week. Uh, one option trade per month. 
that me and Troy are looking at uh, when to stop shorting the market puts signals on uh, when to have hit the top of the market. Stocks and trades to stay away from a watch list of five stocks uh, per month, not two tech, not two index, uh, a price of where to exit a trade and one investment Zoom call with all of us once a quarter. So yeah, the idea was to kind of mimic our group chat that we have and kind of have some level of daily, weekly engagement with a smaller group of people. It's not for everybody, so don't even worry about it. Uh, there's always going to be. There's always going to be content for for anybody that wants content on Market Mondays, Earn Your Leisure, on Apple, Spotify, uh, Instagram. But you know, some people want want a more yeah. Well, I'm saying as far as free. Oh yeah. But more, some people want more you know intimate, structured situation, and uh, that's the private school model. Public school, private school. Everybody gets educated. it's just what level of education you want. That's all. You can you can be extremely successful with a public school education. I did. I went to public school and I went to public um college. But I also went to private school. And private school changed my life. In what way? Well, it was exposure. So um when I went to IMG Academy, which was at that time and is still one of the top, you know, sports schools in the country, yeah. it just changed my whole mindset from, you know, coming from public school and then going to, you know, private school and just being in an environment with professional athletes, right? Like you're training like a professional athlete and eating and having a private chef and, you know, waking up and training in a state-of-the-art facility, taking yoga classes with Maria Sharapova, um, you know, playing tennis, um, you know, hanging out with golf players. This was something that I wasn't exposed to. I had no, I had no level of exposure to that. So you got trained by I, Maria Sharapova. I didn't, get, no, no, I didn't no, get trained. No, no, I, was no, in, I was, I was, in yoga. I was in a yoga class with her. That's fire, though. Yeah, that ain't no legend. small feat. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's not. Number one in the world at one point. Yeah, no, no, she's legend. Yeah. Legendary. Uh, Everyone has an opinion when it comes to the foods we eat. This food's good for you. This one's bad for you. This diet works best. But who actually has the right answer? You don't need rules to lose weight. You just need proper information to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Noom is here to change the way we view food by not only looking at what we eat, but also how we eat. Instead of making you feel guilt, Noom empowers you to keep going. Not everyone wants to be on a strict diet, do five days a week at the gym, or have daily smoothies and questionable teas. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to find healthier balance that's more suitable for your life and as a result, more sustainable. Look, Numa's already influenced the way I shop for food, which has not only saved me money, it's also given me a clearer understanding of the foods I'm consuming, which has made me sharper and more energetic. You have to try it out. Look, there are no food restrictions in the program, which makes the process more flexible for your lifestyle. Everybody's journey is different. Noom believes in progress, not perfection. 75% of Noom users finish the program and more than 60% of users engaged with the program keep the weight off for a year or even more. With Noom, all you need is a daily 10-minute check-in. No grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. Are you ready to start building better habits for healthier, long-term results? Sign up for a Noom trial at Noom.com slash leisure. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash leisure. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Um. So, yeah. Don't, yo. <sighs> I let a life you can write a book on. Listen, man, public school... 
You you can still win. <laughs> I, I always tell him this, man. His, his business partners came from his public school. No, no. What I'm saying is, no, I'm, I, I I'm talking about this as far as programs. Because people always say like, "Oh, yeah, you charge it for if you don't pay, you don't pay attention." Fact. We know this is true. Fact. Because you, we throw free events, and the crazy thing about it is, we've never had more people at a free event than we've had at a paid event. Go figure that out. We do free events all the time. We've never had more people at a free event than we've had at a paid event. It's not because it's less quality. We've had Dapper Dan. We've had DJ Khaled. We've had Shine. We've had Fabio yeah. Farin perform. We've had Just Blaze DJ. These are all at free events. Yeah. So it's not like there's anything that's being left out of it. Yeah. It's all free. Couple hundred people. Invest Fest, 14,000. Big difference. I don't know. You like Market to pay for it. Live. If you if you don't pay, you don't pay attention. Fine. One Fact. thing I want every want, want to do is what we get close to the end of the year too. I want you guys to audit the programs that you're a part of and then calculate what's the return that you got on them. I always say it, Market Mondays is the hedge fund. But boy, if BlackRock called me before I leave here Wednesday. <laughs> I'm telling you. Y'all thought I was talking crazy. You can't talk that way, God, into matter. It's going to be a bad representation. I can't wait. I'm going to go live for Meta tomorrow. And a stock exchange. Watch. I'm going to go live for Meta. A beautiful ass view over the Hudson. Listen, and I keep telling you, if I've lied about anything, they would have been sent me a cease and desist. A boy ain't lied about nothing. The Hudson look beautiful, boy. Okay. Yeah, you got you got to you got to sit in the office with your with your leg up like that and go live. That's gonna make it legendary. And swing the leg. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? <laughs> it's time to cut yep. checks, Meta. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, uh, ianinvest.com is the website. I pinned it. It's in the it's in the description. ianinvest.com. Pretty easy to understand. And um, yeah. Going back to the free event thing, we have a free event. Yeah, we got a free event. We got two of free events with Ally at Art Basel in Miami. We'll be interviewing Timberland, co-founder of Versus, one of the greatest. As I said, we don't. It's not like we don't. We don't compromise the integrity of of the performance. It's free. I had Callan shine last year. Like, take me out of it. Callan (laughs) shine alone. I was like. I bought that Sean first album twice. Boy. Yeah. Self-titled album. That was a good album. So go to the website and then we'll be in District of Columbia at Howard University Real yes. Estate Expo talking about real estate on December 10th. Yeah. Both free events, but you must RSVP. It's on our website. Now let's let let's see. Let's see. We had a sold-out show yesterday. Shout out to MSG, 5,000 people. Um, but I'm really in, it's really curious. I'm really curious to know why people don't come to the free events we know why at the same velocity that they come to the paid event while you ponder that ian and folks <laughs> again we'll be in uh miami with our, our good folks at um and ally we want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service innovative financial solutions and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities. Get with allies so you can save, invest, mm-hmm. and spend on the things that matter most to you for everything we need. We're all better off with an ally. Yes, we will be in Wynwood. Yes. The venue is called Freehold. 
Los M Angeles. You must RSVP. Yes, Los Angeles. Yes. So they asked, are we doing an event in Los Angeles in 2023? There is a hundred, there's a 100% chance that we will be doing there's an event in Los Angeles. There's a few cities we got to touch. In Definitely. 2023 LA, is long overdue. Los Angeles, California, long overdue. If you know me, you know I love LA. I love LA more than anything. We will be in LA. Now you have to come. You're asking for these shows. <laughs> You're asking for these shows. Don't mess up our streak of selling out. Now, as 19 Key said, a lot of people have been selling out recently, but sometimes if you sell out, it's a good thing. In our case, we're selling out shows. It's a great thing. Royal Albert Hall. Bang. Invest Fest. Well, you got to start with the Apollo. MSG, Apollo, Houston. Hobby don't, Center, yes. Don't mess the streak up. Ladies and gentlemen, if we come to your city, <laughs> be the city that messes. If you come, if we come to your city, and you mess up our sold out streak, we will never come, for, and everybody will be kicked out of every educational program that we have in that ninety mile radius. You think LA? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You think LA is going to be? I, I would no, say. I don't think LA will. I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying. I think I know what we're going to sell out regardless. Sick. I, I, I'm just saying, if anybody need, need any help, listen, I, I'm more than willing to show up and, and bring the rebellion with me with all the masks and, you know. Toronto. So Toronto, Toronto I'm going to just keep saying it's, the city. It's, it's a few things that have to happen this year. And um, Chicago, Illinois is in a very important place. Big and um, something has to happen. And something has to happen in, in Los Angeles. And um, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, a bunch of cities, a few other cities, yeah, and not just to be, to not, be not just later. domestic either. Um, yeah, like, like well, Floyd we, said, we, we, international. We need to hit Sydney, Australia for Market Mondays. I keep telling it, y'all gonna get mad, y'all gonna look back at this episode. But this boy said he's gonna sell out, and I'm gonna find a way to put Black Rock Square and Meta in one little bundle, and I'm gonna come on here yeah. with the same chain Floyd had. With some little ice dragons. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're are highlighted cities on the agenda board for 2023. We're gonna hit the cities, man. We're gonna hit the cities. We got we got a lot of things planned for you guys, man. You know, we're on we go on the road every every week. We went to Columbus, Ohio. We went all over. We went all over the world, man. Yeah. I, uh, I went into my photos the other day and like you just look at your year and I'm yeah. looking for at, at places that I've been for the first time. So I mean, just think about that in a year. Yeah, it's probably about seven or eight different cities I've touched for the first time in my life. Shout out to Toronto. I do have an idea for Toronto. I'll talk about I'll talk about with you guys offline. But shout out to Toronto. Shout out Kitchener. That's a special. I have a special idea. Toronto can't be a regular show. Toronto got to be a special situation. I have an idea. Hide yeah. your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> nah, one of the best places on earth, Damn, man. Catch me, Yo, boy. Every Ooh. every city we go to, somebody comes up to us and says, "Like, yo, we gotta, we gotta be in Toronto, man." It is. Uh, I always tell people, man, says Kitty Car Carabana. If you, if you really West Indian, you remember Kitty Carabana. So we've been up there for a long time, man. It's my, it's my favorite city. I haven't been there in a few years, man. I gotta get back. But when we come back, when we get there. Yeah. It is going to be an absolute, I don't even want to call it a movie. It's, tornado. It's, it, I, <laughs> tornado. It's going to be something it's gonna be, beyond it's, special. It's, it's going to be worse than London. The it's things that we, the things that are on the vision board for that city. 
like when we came with London, we came with the flag, and it's just like Toronto going to be ten times. Who the prime minister? More the prime minister? dangerous. I think Trudeau is his name. Trudeau. Uh, I think Aubrey, Aubrey the new prime minister. Shout out to Drake. <laughs> Shout out to the boy. You don't know who we know. The boy. Oh, and, and Apple TV and caffeine. You are on the line for Market Mondays. On a <laughs> I'm not playing no games. All this little nice shit y'all want. But that's like you on the clock. I can trade. I don't have time for these little media games. Wow. Top of 2023, I'm going to start telling y'all what podcasters are making and what they're making so y'all can see the real. There's a lot of cap going on. Audit the programs you're in. What return did you get this year? <laughs> and I don't care if y'all get mad. Y'all call whoever y'all want to behind the scenes. I'm good. Thank you, Ari Emanuel. Thank you, CA. Thank you, UTA. <laughs> okay. Everything I said, they laughed at the meta shit. I'm gonna put my feet gonna be up in that in that boardroom tomorrow. Exchange first, then meta. Mouse Jones, we're gonna kick it tonight. Shout out to you. Hey. Shout out to Mouse Jones, man. Master your craft and doors will open in a recession. If you can help others get rich, that is your blueprint. I'll talk to Chris about this all the time. Super efficient. Shout out to Ryan Auto Directors who shot everything for me. When you get a team that actually works and don't do any talking, that's where all the opportunities are. I know everybody thinks being on the gram and all the little cute stuff is the way. You gotta pull up results, man. So, open for business, Apple, Caffeine. Would love to do business with you. Send the offer in, let's get this done. They're get officially the on the clock. Black Rock, you want to come sponsor? Hey. You've been warned, but if you want us to come to your city, put it put it in chat. I see a lot of Louisville, Kentucky. I, if, I was just if, Louisville if you, us, if you if you want, put your city in the chat if you think you know it's a good vibe. Louisville's on the list. Memphis would be hard it's too, just, low key. Shout out to Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis, mm -hmm. Tennessee, all of that. Yeah, all of the I'm, I'm interested in all of the off markets that nobody wants to go to. Last year we went to we went to this year we went to Milwaukee. We went to Columbus, Ohio. We, we went to, to a lot yet. of places that we was in Birmingham, Alabama, bro. Birmingham, Alabama. Jersey is definitely a place. Newark, New Jersey hey. is an interesting place. Um, for sure. Um, but yeah, look, you know, I like those places that are forget are forgotten. Dallas, New Orleans, Baltimore, Orlando, Florida, Cincinnati. Yeah, Oakland. Well, we went to Oakland. Oakland. No, I'm just saying those are the cities that people forget to go to when they go on these tours. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Oakland. All right. Yeah, we will. We we will think about this. Carol, you know what? Charlotte. Charlotte's another place. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, Charlotte. Very, Charlotte. Very, yeah. Very hey, important. come on, guy at, at Berkshire, call me, please. We need to go to Nebraska. I, I think Warren got like two more years. Nebraska would be good. Omaha. We gotta talk to Casanova Brooks. The Oracle Omaha. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Shout out to Casanova. The only the only black man I've ever met from Nebraska. We know two people from Nebraska. I know a couple, yeah. A few. N Nebraska okay. ain't nothing to play with either, though. I'm I'm even <laughs> Nebraska. Nebraska got some parts um, worth. The illest in Nebraska. Who? Oh, son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No one signed up to have thirty minutes of comments about where you guys are gonna go next year. Oh yeah, you've changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ian was so humble with his tight jacket and glasses on. He's changed. Oh. Everybody who was at the live show who met me at the Red Panda private party, am I cool or what?
don't don't let the imagery of the show part of it is entertainment i mean everything that i say but part of it is it is entertainment that don't fall out of love with us because i'm gonna be real there's no one else really guiding you through this market especially not, not at the level on which i'm doing it but love y'all yeah you have it ladies and gentlemen yeah shout out to nashville we was out there too nashville tennessee tomorrow 19 keys eyl yes. conversation from royal albert hall a conversation in time a lecture from 19 keys from london um will be published uh on our outlets as an episode of earn your leisure yeah legendary moment in time i don't want to just say it's like an episode it's like a it's a moment in time it's a call to action it's an address an address mm -hmm. that's fitting um so that will be published you should watch it and ab out right now on revolt and out on wednesday antonio brown a very interesting conversation that we've had with him the other Ian, AB. The other AB. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ianinvest.com to be one of the first 200 people to enter that group chat situation and go to our website to go to Art Basel and DC. And if there is anything else that's happening, we will be in Miami this weekend. So call me or text me to let me know what is going on. We'll put out in your number. Miami. So that huh? people can tell, put out your numbers so people can tell. 212-684-739. Call me. You, you left the number out. Not really my number, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Somebody call, call you, know yeah. that. 917. <laughs> Man, that after FaceTime, bro, what you doing? Somebody's you have itinerary ready for us. They about to get a harassment charge or somebody about to start blowing somebody's phone up. Hey, and, and shout I, out to old boy I gave my number to and I asked you to give me an idea and I brought you to the 4040 after and you still ain't gave me my idea talking about I gave you a fake number. Bro, who does this? I was like, hey, I'll see why the little entertainers be fake. This is my first time going to the 4040. I invited him. He's like, bro, you gave me a fake number. I'm like, how you're here? Yeah, you're the fake How'd you get here? <laughs> Women, if this is what y'all go through, oh my God. <laughs> y'all can't have my security. Boy, these I men, didn't... these can't be the men that God made when I was born in 82. These. <laughs> different out here. It's different times. Different times, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, giving you my number, but don't hit me on no dumb shit. Please, respectfully speaking, please don't hit me on no dumb That is. Very important to understand. Are these your um, cultural leaders? Jesse Jackson and Martin Luther would never talk like this. <laughs> Diddy, we will be in Miami. Yes. Hey. If you're having a yacht party, please extend the the Tavio. <laughs> Send the Dion, are you listening? Dion, yeah. I need the invitation. Please. Ivy, send the invites, please. They sent me some rock. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, you. Are you dumb? <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the Ciroc. I appreciate it greatly. I greatly appreciate the Ciroc bottle. Every flavor. But now I need an invite to the yacht. Now I need the yacht yes. invite. I don't even need it. We just need to start having it. Like, this will be the second yacht party of the year, low key. <laughs> the second Miami yacht party. That's a fact. That's yes, a fact. Sir, ski. This one will not be coming with anyone that will be floating over the water. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> Wow, you peeped that huh? <laughs> for free for Red Panda and the Squadron. What are we doing? Yes.
Sersky. God yes. is good. God is if good. If y'all see me in Manhattan, please don't jump on me. New York, I love you. Yes. Be safe out here. Y'all amazing. As always, man, it has been real. I want you to please reach out. It is the holiday season. Reach out to your people, man. Text, call. Um, you know, just get in touch with your people. Check on them. You yeah. never know, man. One phone call, one phone call. We've seen it too many times, man. We're here today and we're not here tomorrow. So checking on your people, loving your people, um, and, and spread love, man. It's the, it's, it's the only way. It's the only way. I thought this was going to be a short show. Yeah. You know how this goes, man. You know how that goes, man. Yeah. Uh, time flies when you're having fun. We're back at Absolutely. it. We're back at it. Who will perform for three hours and then come back and then have a two-hour live broadcast? Won't last forever. It won't last forever. Tyler Perry's not playing Medita anymore. Like at some point, it's over, right? Yeah. At some point, he's not playing Medita anymore. It's been fun while it lasted. It's been real. Two words. I'm going. Oh, we're not gonna talk about <laughs> Black Five falling apart because the FTX. Oh, yeah, that's done. done. Okay. Yeah, Black Fire, that's uh they're calling it the death spiral. The FTX death death spiral. They it, it's part of it. Crypto. Crypto.com. Yo, hold your head. The whole the whole space. Hold your head. Miami. Celsius please, Voyager. Hold um, your head. What are we doing? What are we doing this weekend? Um what are we doing? That's, got, a, that's the question. Things. I got a couple things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> got a couple of things. We outside. Ah, uh, back outside, boys. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. It's my way. Fuel, fuel up the jet. Yo, you guys, see, yo, the pressure you be putting on it. <laughs> like, yo, you going you gonna, you gonna, yeah, you gonna baby, baby, get you some rest. Xander, I'll be home Wednesday, baby, to see you. We'll be chilling. <laughs> Love you. Yeah, shout out to you, man. These New York runs are, are, are they're taxing. Oh, let's not yeah. forget about these this this mink coat situation. We, we, let's not act like that didn't happen. We, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's not act like that didn't happen. You were in the mood today. I thought you was tired. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah, nah, nah. If, if yeah, we're gonna document true. history, we got to document it the right way. Let's. Uh, let's you want to do the phone call? Let, let's just reenact the phone call. Shadi calls me. It was a Saturday morning. He's like, "Yo, we need to do something." I'm I like, predicted bro. it. I said, "Yo, bro, how disrespectful do you want to be?" He's like, "What you thinking?" I'm like, "Yo, bro." We should come out with the minx. Like, it's MSG. It's Frank Lucas. It's like, yo, this is a night. He, I'm like, yo. He's like, hate me now? Like, I'm like, hate me now. <laughs> he's like, all right. Hangs up. Calls me back. This is how we got to orchestrate it, though. We got to cut this like this. We got to cut the song like this. We got to have the visuals like this. I'm like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing we didn't do. No, guys, white, you, white Tiger was the only thing that was missing. They and, and we didn't and, have a gold bottle. Crystal. Yeah, we didn't have a gold yeah. bottles. You gotta have some level of conservativeness to you. <laughs> really? It might have been over the top, the gold bottles. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. A little bit. The, the mink one enough. I gotta play <laughs> devil's advocate. This is your cultural leaders. So this is they're telling you to spend your money on responsibly. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're killing me, man. Like, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Goldman Sachs Clyde, is a company I, I like. You, you got some right there, Dale. Goldman. Diddy. Yeah. Diddy. Two-minute two conversation. But nah, shout, out, shout out to Diddy. Shout out to Nas, man. You know, major inspiration. So to have that, that was dope just to be able to reenact that. And then did, I did a Nas play the whole week because I, I had the white Avarex. 
um, that was in homage. Well played, so well played, well played. You know, for me, fashion, like I always say, like fashion for me is just bring back, recreate moments in time. And it, it's just, you know, it's dope to be able to pay homage to some of your, your heroes and icons that you grew up, you know, listening to and watching. And Nas is somebody like, Nas is always the flyest person when it comes to the fashion. So we used to just watch him like, what do you have on? He had the Averex on. He had the army. He was the reason on. I got like, waves. Yeah. Yeah, like the fade yeah. with the waves. Like, you know what I mean, like the half moon. UB it was a few. It was a few. It. it was a few people that was on that type of fly time. But Nas was definitely Nas was always fly, man. So, you know, not only one of the greatest lyricists of all time, but one of the flyest of all time as well. In a time where that actually meant something. Like now, you just go to Neiman Market and you just buy a bunch of you know ugly Balenciaga boots and. Fendi's with F's all over it, um, but Balenciaga in, in trouble. In that era, are they? fashion actually meant something? So, you know, you had to just you you couldn't just buy any brand and be yeah. fresh. Like you had to put it together. It meant something. So we try to recreate that. And we're not letting up either. I just want to let y'all know we're not letting up. So that's eight, eight that's, that's, that won't stop. I never, I never had an eight ball jacket. That's before my time, but people was getting that's, murdered. That's, people was getting murdered for eight yeah. ball jackets. That's like, that's late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, people was getting murdered for eight ball jackets. Like yeah. that was crazy. Eight ball jackets and Jordans. That was a crazy. And, era. and to tie it in as an investment segment for the community, next week <laughs> can we talk about how to use these items the way the Floyd did to elevate and grow his business? Now, I'm gonna be real honest. Don Peoples came out. I think one of the best I've ever seen in the real estate space when Floyd came out with that ish on, glowing. The whole building stood up. Yeah. So I know yeah. sometimes people be in the comments and be like, yo, why y'all talk about this? This is the shit y'all want. Y'all should have stood for Don like that. Why didn't you? And the crazy part, the acumen is equal from both people. Floyd even said it. I went the clean route. Good kid. Never was in the streets. Worked hard from the time I was seven. Pretty boy Floyd, they hated that. Then he became an evil villain. He skated my Vince McMahon question. But Vince McMahon helped him mold a little bit of that character when he spent that time in WWE. Because heels and villains are a bigger draw. Part of the reason why I'll let some things fly to course correct and let people know. I ain't play with because I can actually trade. You train people how to treat you. So Floyd doesn't have, he could have came out with a suit, but when I was talking to Ken, he's like, yeah, he gonna had a stuff on, but when he's going to the meetings, because I went to the tower today with the team, beautiful, 92, 93 floors, floor to ceilings to the floor and glass all around. And the meetings and those that he was in, he didn't have a watch on. We have to respect those that are at these levels of Don and who come and speak without the flash. But the reason they even did the make because the entertainment value has to be there. I'm gonna be real. Floyd is too big to even be in that arena. And so are we to be real. Because if we had took this overseas to another audience, we probably had 30,000 people in the building. Shout out to the ad team in North 13 to put together the creative for the ads too and got the job done. Appreciate it. Yeah. That's the candy, man. Soon, soon yeah. come. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. Yeah, yeah. Ian, get some rest. I appreciate you. Um, all right. Safety, man. Safe travels back uh, home, man. Yes, sir. Ski. Yeah. Love is love. 
Stock and Shake, see you tomorrow. Meta, see y'all tomorrow. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic.